What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another new, 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 new world order YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday night. Gordita. Yeah. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Gordita. Go, 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 Hey, bailar, bailar. Bailar, te gusta. All right, man, we got Tuesday night gordita ready to go in the building. Where's Selena Gomez? Bring it over here, Selena. Selena Gomez, you're on the list. All right, for real. I'm not going to rest until I get Selena Gomez on Tuesday. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Bailar, 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 Selena Gomez, you're on the list. All right, anyway. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang. Anyway, man, we got Tuesday over here. You in the you in here with the Bruce Wayne. This ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, aka Mr. Coachellini, better known new, 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 new as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the desert storm bunker with the black Moses of this ish. And also, uh, EWF, every woman's fantasy, and CGAC got a lot and eight time demonetized champion of YouTube. We're back in here live. And uh, what do we got going on today? We're going to talk about the fine print of love and relationships. What you agree to when you get into a relationship. And this is not debatable. This is certainly true. And we're going to go through it. Yes, all relationships. Okay. And we're also going to give you an update on Tory Lanes, And uh, we do have an update on Kel Mitchell's case. Because we've been using him as a case study here. Kel Mitchell was having some problems and difficulties legally uh, with his ex-wife. We have Straggle and Snickle Theater lined up for you over here. And we also have uh, Not My Girl Coach, a segment called Not My Girl Coach. And we have Will I Am embracing his femininity. All right. We have a mess, a cluster F over here. So without further ado, hit the like button on this stream and we going to get right into it here. But I should tell you, I should tell you to contribute to today's show, dollar signs, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is spent to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. With that being said, let's get the show going without further ado. Genetic Freak says, sorry to hear about your ongoing legal battles, Coach. Hopefully, hoping things go in your favor, Coach Gang, for life. Well, listen. Don't feel sorry. Don't feel sorry. Don't feel sorry. It is what it is. It doesn't give me any stress. Uh, it kind of, you know, sucks for my kids. But uh, other than that, we continue to learn from it. And I continue to take what I learn and teach you. All right. So it's a beautiful relationship. Uh, King Brodica says, Coach, that was a powerful stream on Locals earlier today. He says, you're the wise old bro we all need in today's world. And, man, if you missed a local stream and you're not a part of the Locals gang, I don't know what you're doing. But it's CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. It's not on the board here. But, uh, man, you know, I did a stream that, um, you know, it should be private. It was deleted. And uh, it was just for one-time view only, not for you to get continuous views. And, um, you know, I'm sure somebody's going to put something out on it, but who knows. And uh, other than that, hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you learned something. Yeah, man. 
All right, uh, we're going to get over to uh, Cash App. The Cash App is live and in living color. We got already some brothers in here active. We got David. David is in the building. Mr. Davey Boy Smith is in here. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. You never have much to say, but I appreciate it. Corey says, tell him. He says, tell him, get the likes up, coach. Hashtag new world order and also coach gang for life. New, 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 new world order. He said coach gang in here. Indeed. Uh, who else is in here? Cam says, go hard, man. Blessings. Here's my contribution. Thank you, brother. All right. And Ed OG and the Bulldogs are back in the building. All right, Logan Paul, or Logan says, XO8. He says, for the Baby Mama Terrace Fund, supporting the good message. Appreciate you, man. And Fritz Von Eric says, we'll just call him Fritz, says the Terrace Baby Mama Fund is, is active. It's definitely active, and people want to know. Uh, they want to know, how am I able to fund it? Yes, it's, and I tell them, it's the Baby Mama Terrace Fund. They get quite a kick out of that in court. Uh, but... Uh, uh, I'm actually definitely, definitely uh, playing, uh, playing crazy in there. All right, what do we got here? Uh, we got, do we got PayPal? We do, we do. Uh, this is from, who is this from? It's from Anthony B. He says, thank you, coach. Who, huge, huge shout out to the Free Agent Lifestyle Brothers out here. And <laughs> it's for life. All right, and let me check Venmo while we're at it. I think Venmo is ready to go. Nothing there, so we're ready to get going all right we're ready to get going with today's show all right and in our tuesday celebration we gotta celebrate Woo! some poopa prints going crazy let's take you well not to that girl let's take you to this girl on a tuesday how about this one which one you guys taking you taking the uh sloppy yogurt in the bodysuit or you're taking the poopa print going crazy brothers remember it's tuesday and we looking for an easy layup Lay, hey, hey. Shout out to the brother that does that on Instagram. My BBL is better than yours. No, mine is better than yours. For puns and smash. There's only room for one BBL in this town. My BBL oh, is. Oh, man. Oh, the humanity. Um, And she grabbed all of that, man. I got to play it again. Better than yours. No, mine is better than yours. Woo. For puns and smash. Oh. There's only room for one BBL in this town. Oh, look at that, man. What that's rep all the humanity. All right, man. Look at how she grabbed that gun. Oh man, listen, brothers. Hey, listen, the internet's a wonderful place there. She definitely proud of that gun, too. She grabbed all of that, brother. She said, I can wrap you in. To wrap you in. Uh-huh. My warm embrace. Yeah. She said, I can wrap you in. I can wrap this around your shoulder, your neck. This is a heating pad in here. She said, get that old Laffy Taffy on out of here. All right. She said, get that Laffy Taffy out of here. And you don't, you don't, you need a girl like this. All right. My BBL is better than yours. No, mine is better than All right. Which one y'all picking right now? Pink bodysuit or the Fupa print go crazy? I mean, she seems pretty proud of it. And, uh, you know, egg with legs. She seems very proud of her thing here, providing commentary here. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you think, guys? What y'all going with right here? This is uh, definitely some, some. What y'all going with? Pink bodysuit or the Fupa print going crazy? 
for Panda Smash. Oh. There's only room for one BBO in this town. Oh, look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Lord. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, brothers, it's it's a man, it's an evil world out here. It's an evil world we live in. Man. Hey. There's somebody for everybody out here, and she got something for y'all, brothers. She definitely got something for y'all if y'all need it. How do you want it? Yeah. How does it feel? And in case you missed this morning show, we're going to take you to our morning edition of, of, of our Tuesday Gordita here. And uh, it comes from Israel Padilla here. He, uh, let me see if y'all can see it. He definitely running gang game out here. And it says, do you have a boyfriend? Oh, he putting his Mac down. You got a man? No, I don't. You I don't hang? need no man. You want to hang out tonight? What time? Right after here. Huh? Right after here. We're going straight home, though. What about tomorrow? You probably got a girl. What are you trying to do tomorrow? You just said no. You already said no. It's too late. Well, hypothetically. Mm. <laughs> what, what would you like to do tomorrow? Whatever you're trying to do. You know what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So whatever you're trying to do. Really? You're not hey. about it. Looks like you're not about it. That's why you're asking. I'm all about mm. anal. Yeah, and she said, mmm, yes, banana in the tailpipe, yum, all right? Oh, that's nasty. She like, yes, I'm down, banana in the tailpipe, all right? Churro in the burro. <laughs> I just came up with that. I don't know if I came up with that. Churro in the burro. That's definitely churro in the burro. All right, uh, let me see here. You? Not on the mic. You trying to make it happen tomorrow? <laughs> Yeah, it's a done deal. Oh, man, just like that, boy. Hey, you know what I mean? Listen, you got to go for an easy layup when you're in a drought. Easy line, easy layup when you're in a drought right here. <laughs> Success. Show the camera. Oh, man, look at that. That's about to be slop a lop. Oh, the humanity. That's going to be sloppy tonight, man. Look at that. Woo-wee. And it's packed in there like a sausage, too, man. It's packed in there, all held together. Don't be surprised when that shit starts flying everywhere when you get that dress off. It's all packed in there like a sausage sheath. All right, here we go. <laughs> I see what I'm working with tomorrow. Okay, Period. Hit that. Oh, man, I tell you, man, listen. Oh, the humanity. All right, listen, hey, man, there's, hey, listen, there's just there's, there's too many to go around. We got them come across the border like crazy. Honduras, El Salvador. All right, we got them Guatemala coming down from Costa Rica, Venezuela. All right, they coming across Panama. They coming across thick out here. Um, there are some Kayleys uh, coming across from Ukraine as well. Um, and I did have a video to share, but it is Tuesday. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll wait for Flatback Friday. Uh, we don't want to take away from our girls today. All right, what do we got here? Let's do a quick update on Tory Lanes. Let's go to this part of the news here. I don't have my breaking news here, but uh, breaking news. Tory Lanez, a.k.a. Mr. Shooting Megan the Stallion in her hoof. In her hoof. Hoof? Is that what it's called? Is it a hoof or a hoof? All right. It's sentenced to 10 years. <laughs> 10 years, Ninja. <laughs> Wow. 
I think this is definitely a better deal than he was presumed to be getting. I heard as many as 20 years. Well, let's just go back. Tory Lanez, um, if you don't know, got into a kerfuffle. Shout out to ABL. Um, with Megan Thee Stallion, and Megan Thee Stallion went to a party with one of the Jenners. It got out of hand. They were with uh, Tory Lanez, thought he was pimping. He was with multiple women that he was sleeping with. Things got out of order. The Henny was on deck. People were drinking, smoking, straight West Coasting. And uh, somebody pulled out the jammy and started, you know, or the blick, or whatever they pulled out, and start buck, buck, bucking. All right, booyaka shot. Or skitty pop, pop, pop. And a boom, boom, boom. Now, now listen, Tory Lane said he ain't did it. He said he ain't did it, but he apologized for making the stallion. We don't know what he apologized for. And, um, you know, there's controversy as to if he did it or not. Now, uh, Tory Lane's is going to be, you know, of course, his career is done for the most part. I don't know how much of this sentence he's going to serve. He'll be able to come back out. I think he's a young man. Um, I don't know. He'll have to come out and change his vibe. Remember, Shine, Bu- Shine Poe. All right, went to prison and came back out, and he was a new man. So he'll go in there and get cloned or have a new path. He'll have plenty of time to think about it. But uh, he won't be getting no peace leave up in there. You know, I mean, he had it He had it good for a five-foot-four guy banging on six-foot-two Megan Thee Stallion but, um, and, and other women that he was with. I think he was with a white girl, too, that, that, that she presumably was the one bucking. But, um, yeah. It's not going to go that way. He was found guilty of shooting the hip-hop star in her foot, which is questionable. But listen, I wasn't on the jury. Everybody thought Megan Thee Stallion was lying. She was caught lying. Not about the incident, but she was caught lying about the relationship that they had, which brings into question a lot of her testimony and her motives. But that's neither here nor there. That cannot be undone. Imagine, gentlemen, I don't pay. I don't pay. Well, you're going to pay with... Lack of freedom. You're going to become a slave. And, uh, you know, the slammer is for slaves, unfortunately. And you're sentenced to 10 years. Sad. Sad to see if he did it. You know, it is what it is. If there's some questions about him doing it, it isn't what it is. Wasn't, uh, but, uh, yeah, sad thing to report that this is what it's come down to, guys. Freedom, man. Yo. Freedom, God dang, 10 years. Just imagine you send this to 10 years. How much that would affect you right now, man? You'd be in depression. Um, so I don't know if he was taken away right away, but I'm not going to do a story on it. Uh, but, you know, once you go behind those walls, you're a forgotten man. All right, you're a, you're a, um, you're a prison number. And that's all he's going to be is a prison number. And uh, that's, that's that. He'll be forgotten. They'll talk about him here and there. But um, too, ba- too late. We can't undo it. And yes, all men pay. All right, let me get to some super chats. Do me a favor, man. Uh, let me know if you can hear this, and um, and uh, we'll be right back. Let me know if you can hear the audio. I made a little bit of an adjustment earlier today. And we're back. All right. Let me know if you heard an echo or what did you hear? And uh, give me a little bit of feedback. He says 10 years is kind of short. Um, audio is good. Thank you, man. 10 years is short. You think 10 years is short? Um, I think 10 years is too damn long. 
I don't want to go down for two, 10 years, man. I don't want no part of 10 years in the pen. Um, so it might have been a better deal than he thought, but I want no parts of that. I'll pass on 10 years. Audio's good. Thank you, man. All right, so uh, let me see here. Let me check uh, what's going on with the uh, Super Chats. Enigma WPG says, great local stream, coach. Thanks for sharing. All right, sharing is caring. All right, just so you know, I'm down at the bottom with you brothers here. All right, what do we got here? I think we can continue on with the show, all right, and not mess around. Uh, let's see what we got here. We could do the hokey pokey and not mess around. What's next? Straggle and sniggle theater. Let's run that intro. Do I have it up here? I wonder why I don't have a button for straggle and sniggle. We'll have to get a button going. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550. It's a deal, right? All right, I'm still working on a little bit of audio changes here, but um, if you if that was messed up, let me know. Anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. What do we got going on here? We're going to have to share the screen. Where are we at here? Uh, we're going to go to this Straggle right here. Here it is right here. We got a Straggle here that's upset about hmm, men approaching her. Men approaching her. All right, thank you for the thumbs up there. Men approaching her to ask her for I don't know what. Let's see what she has to say here. One problem, um, I hate old men that come and try to ask for my number and act like my young ass not finna ask them for money. Bitch, you're 60. What was my 21-year-old ass finna do with you? Like, let's act like we got a brain. All right, and so uh, that was a short video here of this straggle here. Let's go ahead and go back and refresh the screen here. Um, She had a lot to say. She says, I guess they're asking her for pet peeves. And she says, hey, you know, listen. What is my 21-year-old ass interesting? She looks older than 21, but um, that's neither here nor there. What is my 21-year-old ass going to do with your, she almost said 40, but she had to increase it to 60 to make it obvious and say, well, I was going to use you for money. Of course, they're all broke. I'm in a bind, Nate. They're all super broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got $3.85 in my purse. All right, and so she said she would do the do for a couple of dollars. Let's go ahead and hear it again. <laughs> she said she's game. One problem, um, I hate old men that come and try to ask for my number and act like my young ass not going to ask them for money. Bitch, you're 60. What was my 21-year-old ass going to do with you? 21. I got Well, money. listen, uh, Uncle Earl has something to say. He's chimed in here, and he wanted to say, I got money. And he would do the do, man. There actually, he has no problems with this. Um, there's no using for money. There's just the fee and the se- severance packets. I got money. <laughs> and uh, there it is right there. First of all, she looks way older. She sounds way older than 21. Uh, this woman sounds like she's 29, maybe 31. 21. 21, that's not a 21-year-old, all right? I know a 21-year-old when I see one, all right? You mean she's barely going to clubs? I doubt it. But as we say, every woman has a price, all right? And speaking of every woman has a price, let's go to this uh, car accident victim here. And she's got a little scrapes in, 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 she got a little scrapes on her vehicle here. And uh, she's none too pleased with it. And this is what happens. Just hit my fucking car. Okay, I'll give you some. Okay, no, nah, move. Let me get your plate and all that, bro. Your face, everything. You got insurance? No. Okay, well, you're going to have to come up with something more than $40. This is a new fucking car, and I done had it less than a year
Oh man, these girls out here. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got three dollars and eighty-five cents in my purse. Um, this broke thing is going crazy, man. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? All right, so they got into an accident. I don't see much of uh any damage to the vehicle, but listen, I, I'm not standing there. I don't have any idea. And the OOG with his hat on backwards and the big oversized white t-shirt. Um, obviously his vehicles has many scratches on them and he hasn't repaired them. So he doesn't have insurance. His blue chip mindset isn't on point. By the way, somebody is trying to use my blue chip mindset uh, phrase to make money on YouTube. And uh, interesting enough, they've copied the blue chip mindset phrase. Interesting. All right. So, um, and created an entire channel in 2022. Interesting. Uh, people like to copy the coach. Nonetheless, it doesn't matter. Um, doesn't stop what we do here. By the way, um, my man doesn't have insurance or his paperwork in order, but he did have a couple of 20s in his pocket. And this woman went to run his pockets, and uh, she sounded like a ghetto piece of trash to begin with. Um, and I'll break all of that down now. Let's go into it. Just hit my fucking car. No, move. Let me get your plate and all that, bro. Your there he is right there. Uh, yeah, the old OG right there. Yeah, um, he's a looks like a hardworking man. Um, he he looks like a hardworking man there. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's the case. He working hard for his money. And don't go follow the other uh, channel, by the way. But too many copycats out here. It is copyrighted. It's copywritten. But, um, you know, it doesn't stop them from doing a channel by the name. But anyway. Um, here it is right here. The guy right here, he, he's a hardworking guy. Looks like he probably has a felony or two and he's been working blue collar for his entire life and working his fingers to the bone. And he got arthritis in his knuckles there. You see the arthritis, arthritis. I thought that was a uh, Arthur Ash for a long time. He definitely got arthritis about the fingers because his grip on his wallet is not too strong. So, uh, gentlemen, I want you to, I want you to check this. I want you to check this out. When you when you um when you're a young man and you're in your 20s, when I tell you don't get started in life late, this is what I mean because this guy's in his 60s, uh, uh roughly in his 60s, but as you can see his body is his body's taking a little bit of a beating. Uh you might think you will be able to, you know, work out as as vigorous as you are in your 20s and early 30s, but no, your body's going to take a turn. So if you get started too late, you don't have that much time, especially when it comes to physical labor, um, especially when you've been laboring. So his arthritis definitely is taking kicking his ass, and he cannot grip. You can see his grip. So this is just me using this to give you guys an understanding. Don't lose your youth trying to wander around thinking that you're going to get started at 40. Uh, but anyway, Jane Jetson, as somebody says, she did the Jane Jetson on this ninja. Uh, let me go ahead and show you what happened here. And definitely, man, he's been living a hard life. Face everything. You got insurance? No. All right. Nope. No insurance. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, no insurance. So, this is going to, you can see, man, no insurance. This is going to be a mess. Okay. Well, you're going to have to come up with something more than $40. This is a new fucking car. Not a, new a new effing car. I had it less than a year. And she done had it. She done had it. 
She done had it. What city is this? <laughs> she done had it. All right, let's continue. Shit. All right, and so look at him. Pull out a couple of C notes and a couple of dubs, and there you go. He he got cash, fam. He definitely got money. He was like, I got money. All right, and so she, she, hey, she, I done got this, and I done got, and you done hit, and you done. All right, and so there he is right there trying to give her $40 for her time and tell us skedaddle. Uh, but uh, gentlemen, uh, just another uh, another thing right here. Uh, if if you're gonna give someone money, don't pull out a money grip. Okay, even though he don't have good grip, I don't know where your wallet went either. But if you're gonna offer someone money and say, "Here, take this," but you're gonna have more money in the other hand, yeah, you're probably gonna get your pockets ran. <laughs> All right. You want to separate your money. You want to separate your money to, you know what I mean? Like if a bum come up, can you got $5 and yeah, send us some cents with it? Yes. All right, but look, you don't want to pull out your hundreds and then have your fives in there and then give them fives and they can be like, what about that hundred? Mm. <laughs> all right, so uh, definitely something, a learning lesson that all men should know. Uh, you can't pull out your grip, especially if you're getting extorted and robbed. And bring out your entire grip. All right, here we go. Run that shit. Run that shit. Run that shit. Oh, she reaching on his man. She reaching his pockets, man. First of all, that scratch, man. You could take something that fingernail polish that you got right here and put it on that truck. What? A hundred. A hundred. A hundred. A hundred. All right, not a hundred, but a hundred. All right, man, boy, she really robbing him, telling him a hundred. All right, here we go. This is eighty. One more. Watch where you going next time. Oh, man, this is despicable, disgusting behavior by this human being right here. Are you tired? Wait a minute. She needs to chill. Yeah, she definitely needs to chill. And uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, look at look. Okay, uh, where did where's the damage on the vehicle? I see it right here. I see it right there. There there definitely is some damage, but uh, hundred dollars in cash. This is despicable. Un- disgraceful behavior and is reprehensible and indeed despicable. I think I said it was despicable already. Okay, hit the like button in the stream as I give you another straggling sniggle. We got to- we got twelve hundred people. Let's get the six hundred likes right here. We got less than four hundred likes and I got twelve hundred people. Man, you be like graping me out here. All right, y'all like graping me, man. Come on, man, hit that like button. I'm working hard. You came into the stream. Hit the like button. That's going to get more people in here that get this right here. So um, we got 383 likes. Strike that like. Strike that like. All right. What do we got coming up here? We're going to have um, this one right here. Okay. Oh, I remember. Ohio. Ohio. What, what part of Ohio is this, fam? Um, For all my brothers in Columbus, Ohio, is this you? Oh, my goodness. And that's you. Do y'all want to claim... All right. Do y'all want to claim your city? All right. This has got to be somewhere in Columbus, Ohio, uh, based on what I'm about to show you here. Take a look. Another traffic dispute. And it looks like a fender bender with a Nissan. What is that? A Nissan Sentra and a VW Golf. All right. Let's get to it. All right. Uh oh. 
What in the hell is all the humanity? What in the world is this? And he done put hands on this girl. What kind of trans, bisexual, trans mutant? What is this? She ain't got no teeth or nothing. She done shaved off the side of her face and her belly is hanging out. What are we doing? And look at the trailer park trash on the other side. Why does he feel the need to put hands on this woman? It's despicable. All right, and we got a Millie, Ma we got a Master Splinter on the other side. This is disgraceful. Oh, they called her a fat pig, and she got a cigarette. Is that a she? I can't tell what that is, but what in the... Oh, the humanity. I mean, what in the hell is... What in the mutant is that? Is that baby Huey? Oh, look at that thing. Look at that thing. She done let it loose. She don't care. Let it loose. The Fupa prank going crazy now. Oh, man. Fuck you! Oh, look at those punches. Now, who is this, man? This looks like a broke lovey from Gilligan's Island. This looks like lovey from giving Gilligan's Island, the rich woman, but she's broke. <laughs> like this is the rich, this is the rich broke version of uh, the skipper and the millionaire and his wife. What, what is she doing out here, man, with that dress? Okay, she definitely looking classy for a Mountain Dew connoisseur. All right, she and some moonshine. All right, let's get to it. Take a look at, man, this is who people, this is who arguing with me on the internet too. This is who argue with me on the internet. What is going on? Like, where are her eyebrows? Where are her eyebrows, man? She did not paint her eyebrows on. Thurston Owls. What in the hell? Man, this is crazy. <laughs> this is some straggle and sniggle stuff. Oh, now, now, what is the baseball player doing with his bat? How did he get involved in this? Where did he come from? <laughs> Hold on for a second. Man, I tell you, man, America got some pit. We got some problems. He was minding his own business. And how did he get to yelling at the dude? <laughs> man, this is crazy. They killed all my kids. Call her. The other two are 25 feet from that shop. How did the baseball player do whip? How he got his bat out? <laughs> Scenes from a third world. Please, aliens or asteroid. I don't know what we need first. Now he's swinging his bat on the man back here. All right, man. How do we get that far? Look, he was minding his own business. No one knows who the fuck you are. He went from zero to 60 real quick, man. That dude angry back there. My man whipped his bat out. What? He must have struck out four times this, this game. He must have went 0 for 4. Uh, no hits. <laughs> Jesus. No error. Five errors. How do we go from zero to 60 that fast? And who is he caping for? I'm trying to figure. Here I come to save the day. 
This is how you guys lose your freedom. And he's fighting over this. This is what we're fighting over. What city is this in Ohio? We got to get a city for this. We got to get a confirmation because y'all be up in Ohio, man, real quick. <laughs> man. Wow, man. These people are losing it. Hey, John. This woman have lip injections, her set titty sagging, old breast implants from 32 years ago. She needs to not go to the tanning salon and or the hair salon ever again. Her roots, her roots have been dyed for the last 35, 40 years. Her lip injections are sideways. And that meth, that meth, what are we doing? Oh, America. This is why I don't have confidence in America right here. Are you going to say what you did? You didn't do nothing, You're right? All right, and so now the baseball guy was saying, I saw you hit her my bad. He's apologizing in the background. There must have been some, I think these people know each other. I'm not sure what's going on. There's a little league game. She's talking about kids on the team. I don't know what's going on here, but shout out to Ohio. Oh, man, I told you, man, stay away from Ohio. They have nothing going on there. Skip the trip altogether. All right, do I have any more straggling with Sniggle? I thought, oh, I do. Let me see how many more I got. I have two more, so bear with me. Um, I got a uh, so-called Karen here. <laughs> oh, man, uh, people are stressed out. Uh, this woman here. Uh, look at her potty mouth, defiant, in the spirit of Jezebel. And she threatens to ruin an innocent black man on camera. That's what it says right here. Karen ruins her life after threatening to, um, after threatening innocent black man. All right, let's get to it. This Karen ruined her life after being caught on camera threatening a black man to call the cops on him. Dumbass. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Here's my license plate. Here it is. My daddy's a popo. What you gonna do? My daddy's a popo. The woman got mad because he switched lanes and Bye. followed him into a parking lot where she harassed him. Keep recording me. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Oh my gosh. What? Uh, keep recording me. I'm pretty. Now, listen. I mean, at once, this is a master splinter. You can tell what's going on here. And she's screwable, I'm sure. Why does she think she's pretty? What is that about, man? They all think they're pretty for some reason. Keep recording me. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm Keep pretty. That's not what I would describe you as. You I'm pretty. Do? What? Man, women out here be bugging out, bruh. Bugging. I'm pretty. Compared to who? You're pretty ugly compared to a lot of people. Come on, man. You're pretty average looking. You're pretty plain. Pretty is not the word that I would describe you. Uh, recreational use, I would say recreational use is what I would describe you as. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? Arrest him. Keep recording me. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Keep recording me. I'm pretty. What are you going to do? I'm pretty. Get on. Do it tonight. 
The man recording. Wait, what does he say? Get out and do what tonight? I'm pretty. What are you going to do? I'm pretty. Get out and jack off to it tonight. Get off. She says get out and jack off to it tonight. Oh, man. What are we doing with these people, man? Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Oh, man. The man recording it exposed her license plate and people found out about her business and left one star reviews and now it's out of business. The man exposed her DMs where she asked him to take the video down, but he won't because she lied about the situation saying that quote, he had a weapon and tried running me over and that's why I reacted that way, end quote. But that never happened, so the video stays up. Oh, well, there it is right there. Um, Apparently, uh, this Karen ruined her life. There it is right there. there there's, some, there's some YouTube comments here. Apparently, uh, yeah, she tried to beg him to take the video down. Anyway, right here, there it is right there. Uh, <laughs> she got caught up. I'm begging you, please. Uh, guys, uh, women love to beg and plead. Please, please, pretty please, please. All right, don't offer up nothing. Of course, you only offered me to jack off to the video I was recording you. I'm on the verge of something. I'm going crazy, please. Well, that's your fault. That's all. That I don't know what that, I'm on the verge of something. What bankruptcy? I don't know what it is here, uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure there's some great comments here. She tried to weaponize the police. He weaponized the internet. Well done, Grasshopper. All right, he made her look stupid as hell by not responding. Uh, shout out to her. Hey guys, never negotiate with these terrorists. Never negotiate with them. They will find a way. They will find a way to weasel back and oh, pretty, pretty, pretty police with sugar on top. All right, and too bad. Too bad. All right, I'm glad she lost her shit. All right, so we got another one. Actually, nope, this is not part of Straggle and Sniggle, so we're going to skip it as part of the next segment, but let's run that intro. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? I'm pretty, she said. I'm pretty. Now, man, this tells you, because she was not pretty, she was not ugly, but... She was definitely way too old to be pulling that pretty shit. And then she said, my father's the popo. So your black ass going to get in trouble. By the way, threatening, threatening to call the police on any man should be considered one of the most terroristic things you can do, especially if it's um, on a false pretenses, right? Because what they're doing is threatening your freedom and or your life or limb. I do not take threatening uh, phone calls to the police lightly also if you call the police on me forget it you're you're done you're done all right you're you're done i cannot longer no longer trust you but you goofballs think this is normal relationship shit guys the person's threatening to call the police they're especially if something's false they're trying to report a false crime on you a false allegation and or get you arrested so you lose your freedom um have a criminal record on you either get you beat up or shot by the police. So most of the time, that's for black men. So black men, when a woman is particularly a black woman, but a woman, any woman, calls the police on you, she wants you to get killed or hurt or beat or embarrassed or get, get something on your record. That's her intent intentions. She's not doing it just to keep you in check. She's trying to either get you shot. All right, that's what she's doing here. She's like, I'm trying to get you shot or arrested. Um, I don't take that lightly. Once you do that, it's that's it for you. There's no coming back. There's no coming back. Anyway. Oh, we got our brother up here. Who is this right here? No government name with a 
co-sponsorship. He says, what's up, coach? I'm not a religious man, but after today's locals, I had you in my prayers. Beside that, I've been losing my mind at the JUCO candy shop cleaning up. Boy, oh boy, the things they do for a measly 500 pennies on the dollar. You changed my life. (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? 500 bucks goes a long way. Goes a long way. And yes. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's a wonderful, wonderful world out here, man. I'm going to tell you, 500 bucks takes you a long way. And I know some guys are like, that's too much. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, brothers. Keep keep going out there running game. I mean, I don't know what. Keep keep your mouth peeved going. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, but dudes out here, hell no. I ain't, okay. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Go keep going out here. No government name says. Over the weekend, my older brother got pulled over trying to uh, trafficking 30 pounds of fentanyl. Shaking my damn head, he says, to add to that, my longtime girlfriend is taking classes to become a counselor and wants to get into couples counseling to make our relationship last. And he says, send it. Wow. So your older brother, 30 pounds of fentanyl, he could have killed himself trying to traffic that. It only takes a little bit of fentanyl to put your ass under the ground. All right. And so, man, well, there goes that. Uh, guys, um, you know, selling drugs ain't it. It ain't it. All right. Once you get pulled, you're going to have to explain that uh, by serving a long jail sentence. And shout out to your girlfriend wanting to go to relationship counseling. Oh. Gentlemen, if you have a mate that gets excited about counseling, and you're not a big advocate for counseling, this is a recipe for disaster, right? This is a recipe. Recipe. Right? You're, you're, this is going to be, it's going to be miserable because they're going to make you out to be the bad guy. You're going to be like, well, I don't want to go to counseling. I don't want to go to therapy. (laughs) Well, you don't believe in it and the power of the healing. It's very much a female thing. Now, I know some men go to counseling, too. Congrats. You know, shout out to you. I don't, I'm not making fun of all people that go to it. There's some necessary evils. But they lean on it like they lean on crystals and horoscopes and shit. Like, it's just another cope. It's just another way to pass that buck, all right? Uh, it, it's intended to get honest with themselves. But as you guys know, they're going to just counseling shop and therapy shop till they get the right answer. And it's all Jermaine Fuchs. It's always now, Jermaine if you don't go, she's going to hold that over your head. Well, we want to get better. And what was it? We want to make our relationship better. What's wrong with it now? It's crazy. Oh, man, that's crazy. She's going to be in there throwing your ass under the bus. Under the whole bus. Throwing you up under the bus, man. Get ready for that. Shout out to no government name says, uh, I'm... Mad, I missed the local stream today. Any chance you'll repost it on Patreon or someone else for a limited time? No, I I deleted it. It's gone. It's gone. It's history. It's gone. It's history. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's gone. But uh, yeah, it was meant to be just for that moment. And uh, too much, too much personal information. Too much shit out there. Uh, too much stuff people can use, and uh, too much things. Too many snitch ninjas in here. Uh, still watching me. And so it was there, gone. All right, anyway. Uh, what do we got here? Nashwick says, will you cover the story of 
Janie Santana. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Janie Santana. All right, I know who Jewel Santana is. All right, I see what's going on there. Oh, man. She looks like a mess. I'll take a look at it. <laughs> Goodness. She definitely looks disgusting. And let me check the super chat if there's anything there. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. Says, I bet 10 bucks in the chat she didn't have insurance either. He says, Coach, these girls so lost. They lost their responsibilities. He says, watch out, fellas. They schemes. And they scheme and scheme. So you're absolutely right. So she didn't have the insurance. He didn't have the insurance. So, yeah, she had to take the money. You're absolutely right. You're definitely right on that one. And, of course, um, you know, when you're thinking about how women are, you know, people are trying to make it. Women have a hard time making and keeping their responsibilities and all of that stuff in order. Sad but crazy and true. Ladies, are how many ladies in here watching me now, ladies? Are you watching me? I know you're watching me. You guys watch me lurking. I think try to act like ladies be in here quiet. I wonder why ladies watch my show in silence. There are, oh, Lizette is in here. I see Lizette. I see some other ladies in here. Okay, they be watching all quiet. They don't want it. They just sitting in there. I'm like, we just going to watch. I'm not going to put anything in the chat. You will usually argue with ninjas. Any black male content creator, y'all usually be in a chat arguing. Wanting to get on. I'm going to get on the show. Y'all be in here arguing. But, uh, you know, not me. Y'all just watch me. And they're just lurking and the creeping. Yeah, lurking. Just sitting here like, oh, my God. I know you're here. Seven's here. She's always here. They taking notes. They never in here arguing with me. Every now and then, some, some lazy bum tried to come in here. But they just be sitting back lurking. Because they know, man, my show is thorough. I have the most thorough show on YouTube. I back my evidence up. I back my evidence up. You can't come in here and try to poke holes in my story. right? So, yeah, they be behaving because, listen, man, ladies, I don't take no shit when it comes to you. <laughs> but they be out here just be like, hmm, I'm going to get him sometimes. Get him sometimes. I'm going to find a way to find his ass. I'm going to get him. I know how to set him up. Feet pictures. T Diamond says, I'm a lady and I shut the hell up in men's spaces. Yeah, man, shout out to you. They know not to. They know not to. They know not to even bring some shit up. Because by the time they get the typing, they quietly pissed off. By the time they get the typing, I didn't already debunk. Whatever the hell they was about to type in there. They like, oh, I got, he ain't thought about, oh, shit, he got that already. Okay, backspace, backspace. They be on their phone with their nails. I'm about to type a whole message. Oh, damn, he done bunk, debunk my shit. All right, let me erase. <laughs> but they're in here. Believe me, they're in here. Send them feed pictures, by the way. I know you want to. All right, what are we doing here? We got uh, Not My Girl Coach, a segment called Not My Girl Coach. Because I know you'd be like, not my girl, all right? And it'd be your girl, all right? Not the love of your life, and it'd be your girl. So what do I tell you about young women, especially young white women who travel? They go backpacking through Europe. They go from hostel to hostel, all right? They go study abroad so that one of these foreign guys can study abroad. 
All right, they go over there to Italy, they go over there to Spain, and they go to Barcelona, and they study abroad. And they do all of these things. They travel, and they're like, oh, I'm going to think about you while I'm traveling. I'm not going to let anybody breathe on this punani. But when they go travel, they get their tail clapped out. All right, they get their insides pushed to their esophagus. And yes, the women that go to Jamaica go get throttled. What did you do on your vacation? Oh, this was me on the beach, and I had this big oversized hat and sunglasses, and I read a book on the beach every single night. That's not what they did. Now, not my girl, Coach. That's what you want to say. Well, let's take a look at this one right here. This is a girl right here. I don't think I can play the the music. Let me see if I can play the music. Uh, This is her heading on her TikTok. Officially, thank you to all of my travel boyfriends for an amazing four months in Australia and not giving me STDs. Oh, and she has videos to prove it. All right, there's one Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. And there's one guy right there. There's another right there. And there's another and another and another and another, another and another Another one and another and another and another. Wowzers. My goodness. In these streets. <laughs> Man, not my girl, coach. It's an evil world we live in. She was just there with her grandpa. Of course she was. Man, she got ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel and documented. And all these ninjas thought they had Virgin Punani on deck. All right, and she probably was super duper nasty. Oh, she had a sugar daddy in there too, apparently on her cash app. Uh, But all these Aussie, Aussie, chatty, chatties on the west side or the western uh, coast of Australia was getting them insides pushed to the esophagus. So shout out to the west coast of Australia. That would be Cambria. I believe Perth is that on the west coast. Shout out to my western Australians over there. Uh, and, uh, yes, and they were showing teeth and they also probably contracted an STI too, but look at this gentleman, not my girl. <laughs> I count at least eight gentlemen and it says right there is her, her travel boyfriends. Yikes. Man, this is crazy. Somebody said 11, uh, could be 11 there, but look at, take a look at that. She definitely was out there. And she was in these streets. Trying. She definitely out here working for them streets. In these streets. And she didn't even show the sugar daddies. She didn't even show the sugar daddies, mate. Wow. Wow, 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 man. Ninja, wow, man. That's cold-blooded. So uh, many of you guys have been on a highlight reel. I'm looking at, am I looking at a cash app right there? Definitely looking at some sort of uh, ATM or a cash app or a receipt. Something like that. But uh, not my girl, coach. My girl would never do something like that. (laughs) Four months, ran through, and she's back in the United States like, and she's like, I'm holier than thou. She's joining her sorority. She's going to freshman year at college. Oh, this kid. How old is that woman? She looks like she's underage, 21-year-old. Definitely. Woo! Gen Z is in trouble. He said, not my daughter. Not my daughter. She would never do that. Yep, that's somebody's daughter, fam. That's somebody's daughter getting them guts rearranged right there. All right, that's somebody. Yeah, that's definitely somebody's daughter right here. Let me see if we can pull it up here. Yep, oh, man, I mean, damn. I mean, that's definitely just, 
she might be barely, barely legal. What's the age of consent in Australia? Let's look that shit up. All right, just in case I need to make a trip. Um, for a second. Age of consent. Uh, Australia. Uh-oh. Between 16 and 17. Uh-oh, man. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Um, listen. <laughs> listen. Listen, um, here's the deal. I actually got caught up on one of them Aussie girls, man. They be, they watch out for them. They'll sneak up on you. Um, they'll tell you that they're in university. And they'll say, I'm in university, but university is high school over there. You didn't know that. Mm. University is high school in Australia. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do we have any Aussies in here? Oh, it might be still early in the morning over there. Well, actually, they might be, it might be evening time for the Aussies and the next day over. Like it's uh, already Wednesday. It's already Wednesday. But um, <laughs> if you look, I think in Australia, it's university means high school. I'm going to look that shit up. Anyway. <laughs> Australia, let me see here. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Let me see here. It, it, it means something like that. But anyway, I might be I might be right or wrong. But don't get caught up. Or is it college? College is high school. So we got one right there. Maybe I got it wrong. College is high school. We got a couple of Aussies here. So I messed up. College is high school, not university. University is university. But college can be high school. There we go. We got a couple of people in here uh, knowing that. So uni is college or uni, uni is college, but college is high school. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Do not get caught up. He says university is college, but could start at 17. So you got to really be careful when you go over there. I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach. That's what I do. All right, just in case you go over there or somebody comes over here and she says, I'm in college. And you're like, good. And she's 16. And you're like, oh. College is high school. All right, they do everything a little weird in Australia. I think they're, yeah, they got everything weird over there but it's normal for them. All right, but uh, anyway, what else are we doing? Not my girl, coach. All right, what about this woman right here? Apparently, a Nigerian brother. Brother. A Nigerian brother right here canceled his wedding after he saw his soon-to-be wife comments under a face Facebook post that she would cheat on him for a million dollars. Oh, there it is right there. There it is right there. All right, there it is right there. Uh, It says right here. There's the guy right there. Look at the brother. And he got him a nice little sister looking like Rudy Huxtable. She looking good in this picture right here. I don't know what happened over here, man. Look at the difference. Is this real? Oh, man. She look a whole damn mess here. But I don't know. If there's even a story on this one. Is there any story on this one? He canceled his wedding because he cheated. Where's the story at? There's nothing but comments. <laughs> I would love to see the story. But apparently, if the story is true, she's, you know, she missed out. Uh, would you would have canceled the wedding? It's a million dollars. I mean, a decent proposal. In decent proposal. What are we doing here? Let your girl get your cheeks clapped for a million dollars. She bring it back to you. All right. Yeah, man. And that that first picture looks like an engagement photo. So it definitely looks like that um, the engagement photo, she's at her best. 
at your best. You are love. Why is Tristan Tate trending? All right, I don't know. Maybe this was a couple days ago. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that should be, you know, these hoes ain't loyal. They'll cheat on you for less than a million dollars, so don't even trip. What about this woman here? Not my girl, Coach. She whips out the type of boyfriend graph. All right, this should be interesting right here. Uh, this definitely tells you that they do go through phases. In these streets. So this woman's going to tell you the type of boyfriends that every woman's going to date or women typically date and what their type of boyfriend they are and how do they get to the guy that they marry or their love of their life. Uh, this is all women. This is not some. In some uh, women's graph, they might extend the, their stay in one type of man for longer periods of time. Let's go ahead and play it. That's like five and a half relationships. So here is my graph of the types of guys that every girl dates. Starting over here with our reference point, this is our high school sweetheart. It's sweet, it's wholesome, you lost your virginity and you're having vanilla sex. The second boyfriend is spicy, both in a good way and a bad way. You're breaking out of this vanilla cone, venturing into salted caramel. It's exciting, it's passionate. You're like, oh my God, is this what true love is? No, sweetie, it's love bombing. Get your head out of your ass. Boyfriend number three is toxic. This is a character builder. All your friends are gonna question if you have any sense of judgment. This is a canon event and we cannot stop it. At this point, your head is so far deep into your own ass, but you eventually pull yourself out and find a nice, stable guy. I'm telling you, you need to see the bad in order to see the good. This guy is this close to being the one, but typically has one extreme fatal flaw that you try to look past and then you can't, which brings you to the in-between guy. This guy restores some faith in men that you lost in previous cycles, but maybe something just doesn't feel right or there's like bad timing or something. After this guy is where your standards skyrocket. You promise yourself that the next person that's gonna enter your life is going to be God himself, which either leads you to the one that you're gonna spend the rest of your days with or single forever. Single forever, all right, definitely single forever. So I, oddly enough here, she's went through several phases of guys and we gotta understand that uh, there's many guys in each one of these phases. Uh, she's being generous with five and a half, right? It's more like 15 to 20 and a half, sometimes 120 and a half. Ladies, you know who you are. Wink, wink. It's an evil world we live in. All right, don't, don't try to act funny on me. I know you've been getting busy in the Burger King bathroom since you were in middle school. I know the type. All right, but some types wait to at least 16 or 17. And uh, here we go. So you high school sweethearts, statistically, you have no chance. I hate to make you feel bad about it, but you high school sweetheart guys, man, get ready to get your heart broken. <laughs> get ready to get your heart broken. I know you're going to be forever with your girl, forever, my lady. It's like a dream. You know, college didn't start it up in the past couple of weeks. Um, your girl's off at Michigan State. Uh, you're off at the junior college or, you know what I mean? You guys just graduated. She going to the school over here. She's at Michigan State. You're at the University of Michigan or the University of Detroit. And you're like, we're going to be together. We have promise rings. We're never going to be apart. We're going to wait until you graduate and we're going to get back together and have kids. Mm. No, that's not going to happen. Nope. Enjoy your time. Go ahead and break up. Enjoy your space um, within about... T minus uh, a week, she's going to be at at least two dudes. She's going to have two dudes. So your high school sweetheart shit is gone. All right, statistically high school sweethearts, that shit don't work out. All right, very, very low. And then she went into the spicy relationship, uh, a.k.a. going to study abroad. 
going to mess with the guy, you know, the guy she shouldn't be messing with. She should know uh, the guy that has four or five or 50 different women. And she thinks she's going to have a chance by giving that fresh punani out there. Smells like teen spirit. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to put this freshie on him and he's going to clap them cheeks. You're barely going to move. You're going to lie down like a Carl Jr. Carl Jr. star. He's going to stroke ski and then and delete. It ain't nothing special, all right? You thought it was special because you gave it to your boyfriend in high school. It ain't nothing special to the spicy guy. And as you can see right there, that's the second one. She went to Chad Thundercock. She went to Tyrone. She went through with the dude with the muscles in the six-pack. And she got throttled, pumped, and accurately dumped. And so then she went into the toxic relationship, the guy that she had no business being around, maybe a black guy, or maybe a guy that got out of prison, you know what I mean? Any race guy, a guy from the other side of the track. She's a rich little college girl. He broke. All right. There's a whole bunch of shit that you go through in the toxic love. He beat on you. He dropped elbows on you. He cheat on you in your face. He screw your sister and your friend. All right. He just cheat on you just repeatedly. But he's in a relationship with you, though. At least the other guys, they was just pumping, dumping you and you left the love of your life. So this dude's just giving you all kind of hell. Domestic violation, STIs, pregnancies, spitting on your throat, choking you. Putting the banana in the tailpipe. All right, not even taking it easy. He just go in there and just take the whole intestine out. Mm. <laughs> he just go rearrange the whole, the whole intestinal tract. He don't give a damn. <laughs> right? He doing stuff that she never going to do for another man. He gave you herpes, your first case. He definitely gave you your first case of herpes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so that's the toxic love. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? Uh, it is what it is. But, ladies, let them know this is what happened. Or the sugar daddy. <laughs> the sugar daddy, possibly. Um, so, yeah, she got her first case for the herp dirt. Here we go. And then, of course, then she goes to the good guy. She overcorrects. I'm going to go for the good choir boy. And then she overcorrects. Now she's over there with a dude that has no business being with her. Where she's looking at him and like, am I out of his league? I am, but. Then she overcorrects. Then she goes to the guy who, you know, but, you know, she's never going to marry this guy. Then she goes to the guy that possibly. And then, of course, she starts saying, I'm going to either be single forever or wait. My standards are going to skyrocket. Let's go ahead and hear her break it down. Did I miss anything? Yeah, the old guy. The du- Yeah, the old guy is up here, right? The, she goes to the Juco. That's the Juco up here, too. She goes to the Juco, and she'd be like, can I marry this guy? He's giving me money. He's giving me $500 every week. <laughs> I might think about marrying this guy if he gives me another extra $600 a week. Yep, she tries out the JUCO. Ladies, am I, do I got it right? <laughs> do I have it right? Yeah. But uh, you know what? Who's she imprinted by? The spicy guy and the guy who's a toxic relationship guy. She's imprinted by that guy. Here we go. I've had like five and a half relationships. So here is my graph of the types of guys that every girl dates. Starting over here. By the way, she said every girl. She said every girl. So don't get mad at me. She said every girl. Yeah, the dude that, what, the drug dealer picking her up in the, uh, <laughs> banging her in the back. You had a drug dealer that bangs her in the backseat of the car. Yeah. 
she actually high drugs in her titty on, on, on a couple trips uh, upstate. Yeah. She doing that. She like, why am I hiding drugs in my titty? You know what I mean? She's like, why am I doing this? But she's excited about it. Ladies, let these guys know. We're here to tell these guys what's up. Hey, ladies, are you here? Ladies, put a one in the chat if you ever dated a drug dealer. And put a, a 12 in the chat if you hid drugs in your titty or your coochie on, on a trip. The black ladies are quiet. They like. <laughs> they was like, I did. I did hide some in my coochie one time. Or maybe he was in jail and you brought, you brought him some weed and you put it in, in your panties. Yeah, not my girl, coach. Uh, this is her saying right here, seven's in the building. She put a one up. Thank you for being honest, seven. Thank you for being honest. Oh, there's ladies here. He says, ain't no ladies here. Bruh, don't, don't trick yourself. There's women in here, man. I know it. There's Nicole. Look, they're, they're looking right there. There's T-Diamond, Nicole. There's uh, seven was there. Who else is here? Ladies talking. All right, we got, we got, we got T-Diamond with the one and the two. All right. Oh, seven said in the trunk. She hit it in the trunk. All right, hold up. Who else is in here? Nicole said, OMG. All right, look, they in here. Oh, my sister did. You know, all, all black women have done it. All black women have done this. There's not one black woman on earth in America that could say she hasn't done it. And all, all white women have done it too. I'm just telling you, a high percentage of them have done it too. They still running drugs. Like if you marry a white woman, she's still on coca. She, she did coca at some point. Like, especially if you had a sorority white girl, you had a sorority white girl, she did lines of coca. <laughs> right? Lines. Tell me I'm lying. Somebody tell me I'm lying. Teresa's here. Teresa's here too. See? People think women don't watch me. Teresa's here. They might not even be caught up yet. Um, he said facts. All my sisters have. Yep. They've done it. Vintage, see, vintage love is here. People think women don't watch my show. They watch my show, man. Um, oh, Delta Fox is in here. Gia is in here. Gia Gia is on the Notorious channel. Sexy Lamb. I think Sexy Lamb. I can't remember if that's a woman or not. All right. I'm, I'm not sure. All right, but Gia Gia is here. She says she always here. She said great show always. LOL. Man, women watch my show. They just don't be in here. I don't give them a chance to talk. I don't give them a chance to... I don't give no chance to do that. Brittany B is here. Brittany B is here. And she's like, mm. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, when you say not my girl, I'm telling you, man. Yo, yes, your girl. All right. What are we doing here? My, my stream's messing up. They don't want me to talk about this. They don't want me to talk. New, 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 new world order. All right. Religiously watch. Don't get it twisted, man. Girls be watching my ladies be watching my show. All right. But uh, anyway. Um, as I told you, as I told you, if you're dating sorority girls, they've done, they've done lines. Ladies, are any, any white women in here? Any white women? Tell these boys. I know about you suburban white women, man. I know what y'all be doing. Horse girls, they be doing lines of coca for, for recreational, sniggling. <laughs> I actually had a girl who ran a sorority house in a university. She was from the JUCO. And uh, she met up with me. She was like, man, don't, and I actually shared this with you. She said, the girls in the nightclub, have you ever gone to a nightclub with your girlfriend or a girl or something like that? Or you had a funny interaction 
late in the evening with a woman and you were somewhat sober, maybe you had a couple of beers, you made it have a couple of brewskis and um, a girl was tripping, right? Like she was fine about an hour ago, but she went to the bathroom and she came back out the bathroom and then the rest of the night she was weird. Have you ever had that? And you was like, what crawled up her ass? <laughs> well, this girl schooled me on it because she's she was the head of the sorority house at a university. And I actually happened to take her out on a couple of dates. She said, man, in the bathroom of restaurants, nightclubs, them girls be in there doing lines, <laughs> doing drugs, popping pills. And they went in there sober and they came out and they was they start acting funny. In the bathroom. Yes, indeed, brothers. Yep, they be popping pills and and all of that, sharing stuff. You know, girls are weird in the bathroom. Like, if if we go in the bathroom, we don't talk to nobody. We barely make eye contact unless we washing our hands. We wash our hands, and then it's kind of like you can be like, hey, what's up, man? Other than that, we ain't trying to talk. Girls go in there, and they have a party. Having a party. They go in there talking, sniggling, sharing lipstick. Uh, telling people to braid their hair, going in the stall, taking pictures. They'll go in there, three girls in the stall, doing lines of coca, just chilling. Tank, one, one got her panties around her knees, taking a tinkle. The other girl just standing there talking to her. Mm. <laughs> all right, another girl wiping, changing her tampon, all in one stall. All in one stall. Like, you know the stall where you take a dump, guys? I have to explain. And you close the door with privacy. And they got that little crack right here. And you say, if anybody takes a leaving a peek in that crack, <laughs> you want to go throw hands. Yep, they be in there throwing up on their knees on the dirty floor. One girl holding a ponytail back or a wig. All right, other girl yakking. <laughs> Complete strangers, too. They don't even know each other's name. They doing photo shoots. Ooh, the lighting in this stall is very good. Oh, boy, they in there. They don't even know each other. They'll do all of that in 25 minutes. You outside going, what's going on with it? Where this girl at? They then took 50, 11 selfies. <laughs> came out. Yeah, like Josie in the bathroom. They done come out and she acting funny. You like, are everything all right? She acted like a whole different person. You like, what the fuck's going on there? She done popped. <laughs> all right, man, look, it's crazy out here. Nicole said, that's real. Hey, man, I'm here to teach you. There's not one woman in here that's going to deny what I'm talking about, man. It's a whole convention. They didn't share each other's lipstick and lip glop. They didn't check each other's panties. Look at my period panties showing. <laughs> they showing each other they uh, roast beef. Look at mine. Look at, look at yours. Let me see yours. Ooh, girl, yeah, your roast beef hanging pretty good. <laughs> you in there. <laughs> You in there, man, she done went and sniffed lines and had a whole party without you and came out acting funky on you. Somebody says, Coach, got female drug dealers in the chat. Hey, they done told you. They done did drug mule stuff. Not my girl, Coach. <laughs> there it is right here. Coach, not my girl. All right? That's the girls you date, not mine. Hey, man, yes, yours. All right. <laughs> 
here with our reference point this is our high school sweetheart it's sweet it's wholesome you lost your virginity and you're having vanilla sex the second boyfriend is spicy both in a good way and a bad way you're breaking out of this vanilla cone venturing into salted caramel all right and so what they also doing in there they taking each other's pregnancy tests they like hey girl anybody in here pregnant yeah girl anybody in here pregnant hey um can you piss on this stick they get in a little purse you know they got their purse and it's like 50, 11 things in there. Nothing that's organized. They get in there. Oh, here, here you go. Piss on this so I can see if my, so I can have somebody uh, uh, tell my boyfriend I'm pregnant right here. Piss on this. He's mm. <laughs> like, what the hell? All right, look, let me stop, man. Look, let me go back. Let me go back. All right. Never put it past them exciting it's passionate you're like oh my god is this what true love is no sweetie it's love bombing get your head out of your ass boyfriend number three is toxic this is a character builder all your friends are going to question if you have any sense of judgment this is a canon event and we cannot stop it at this point your head is so far deep into your own ass but you eventually pull yourself out and find a nice stable guy i'm telling you you need to see the bad in order to see the good this guy is this close to being the one but typically has one extreme fatal flaw <laughs> so so the guy that's almost going to be the one, the good guy, the guy that pays for all the dates, the guy that she says, nobody's ever taken me out on a date before. All right, you go out here, you be like, uh, you you cold approach her, you meet her in a class, you're like, oh, I'm going to take her out on a fantastic date. Uh, I'm going to book a, I'm going to, I'm going to set up a reservation at the art museum, and now I'm going to pick her up. She's going to be on time. We're going to go to the art museum, and then we have dinner reservations, and We'll go for a walk on the pier and, uh, you know, I'll hold her hand and I'll kiss her. You know, you doing shit that none of her previous boyfriends did. And she says, you know what? Those, nobody's ever treated me this well. And you're like, God damn. <laughs> you're like, really? This is the first time someone's ever taken me out on a proper date. You're like, hold on for a second. You sit there like, what that mean? Wait, so you're a virgin? Oh, no, 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 no. I was in a toxic relationship before that. The guy gave me herpes, and I got pregnant, and I had three early terminations of pregnancy, and, um, you know, my mother hated him, and but uh, he never took me out on any dates. Mm. Oh, how long were you with him? Like three years. Mm. Interesting. Uh, what about the previous boyfriend? Oh, that was when I was traveling abroad to Australia and I slept with 11 men. Yeah, they were they were just super chatty. Mm. So this is your first date? Yes, this is my first proper date. I, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Mm. So I'll be getting the Pudusi tonight too. I'll be I'll be banging that out tonight too, huh? Oh no, I'm I, I'm changed. I'm not that type of girl anymore. Mm. Got it. <laughs> by the way you sneeze funny so i don't think we're gonna work mm. okay <laughs> that's that's some of you guys out here <laughs> interesting uh i see where i fall in line here and that's where she's like uh, you could have been the one but you're a little short i normally take date guys that are six foot four and above yeah I mean, I was giving you a chance, but I just can't get over that short thing. So, <laughs> you know, you're like, when were you going to tell me this? I mean, this is, I've been trying to take you out on date, talking to you and texting you. Uh, and when were you going to tell me all this? Oh, well, you know, 
<laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, let's continue with this. Yes, yo, girl. Yes, yo, girl. You try to look past and then you can't, which brings you to the in-between guy. This guy restores some faith in men that you lost in previous cycles, but maybe something just doesn't feel right or there's like bad timing or something. Yeah, yeah, there's bad timing. It doesn't feel right. She misses Chad. She's trying to be the good girl. She had an STI scare. She decided going to Planned Parenthood. Something, something just ain't right. Yeah, it just ain't right. And so she's like the in-between guy. I knew there would be nice guys out here like you. There would be wonderful guys. I knew there would be nice guys. I just can't get over the fact that you're just too organized. I mean, you're just too neat. And I feel like I feel like I don't deserve you. I mean, you're organized. You have everything right. You lay out your outfit for work in the, the previous night. You know, you go to bed at 9 o'clock. You know, you read, uh, you don't watch television, you don't drink alcohol, you don't party, you don't go to nightclubs, you just have your life figured out. You're saving for retirement, you own your own property. I just, you're boring, I just can't. <laughs> I just can't get over it, no, no, no. So I'm looking for the one though. After this guy is where your standards skyrocket. You promise yourself that the next person that's going to enter your life is going to be God himself, which either leads you to the one that you're going to spend the rest of your days with or single forever. Yeah, and single forever they remain. Oh, you didn't see it, but yes, I hope you heard it. Single forever. Yeah, you know, there's nobody out here. There's no one. I tried everything. You're too boring. You floss your teeth. Yeah, you know what I mean? You go to the dentist every six months for a cleaning. Like, what kind of shit is this? I mean, aren't you going to get a toothache and have me, you're going to have me yank that tooth out one of these days? Aren't you going to have a crisis? Aren't you going to get in a car accident? Aren't you going to get arrested for a DUI? Aren't you going to get another woman pregnant? All right, what, what, what is going on here? I need, some, I need something to tell my girlfriends. <laughs> I need something to tell my girlfriends. Aren't you going to ask one of my friends for an, an orgy? I mean, aren't you going to do something despicable about that that I can complain? You're going to come home and see a friend there and say, oh, we're having an orgy tonight, and I'm going to be appalled and despicable and hurt, but I'm going to do the orgy. <laughs> aren't you going to get committed for a crime? Isn't your baby mother going to come up out of the woodworks and ruin everything for us? Like, come on. Aren't you going to be on the run after having a pimp business of girls doing webcams and shit like that. Aren't you on the run from, um, you know, your enemies? You're on a luxury flight and your enemies are trying to track you down and I got to uh, loan you $10,000 out of my savings, my inheritance from my granny. Like, isn't some shit going to go left? <laughs> Aren't you going to get arrested for selling uh, GHB? And you're going to be a federally con convicted drug dealer. And then you'll have to work at Trader Joe's, you know, for your probation. Like, isn't something like, is there something wrong with you? <laughs> this is, this is unbearable. So uh, anyway, that's a woman's world for you. That's a woman's brain. Oh, yeah, aren't we going to be driving on a road trip and we cross into Texas and we get pulled over and you have a bench warrant? And they got to drag your ass into jail. And I got to bail you out. Like, come on. There's got to be something excited about this. Got to be something. I'm not shooting fire at Tate. I'm not shooting fire at Tate. Shout out to Andrew Tate. 
I wasn't throwing shade. I was just using him. I was actually talking about the Tinder swindler. I'm not shooting shade at Tate. I was just using him at Tinder. But not my girl. Not my girl. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me take that down and we'll transition. Let me do a couple super chats. Let's take that down. We're just having fun. No shot, no shade at Tate. I hope all, I wish them well. Ladies, y'all quiet. Y'all quiet as hell. I mean, y'all quiet, but y'all ain't, de- y'all ain't de- uh, debunking my theories. You're not debunking my theories here. All right, shout out to Dion says, you're right about the coca and the sorority girls. Yes, indeed. On that coca train, um, last couple of white girls that I've been with, they've been, they, they admitted they was on coca. They admitted they did coca. Which wasn't a surprise, um, but a lot of them experiment with coca. That's like the that's like the party drug. Any white women in here want to debunk? <laughs> want to debunk? Hold on for a second. I, I got to look up this post because I want to show it here. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up on Instagram. It might be old. Uh, let me see here. Instagram. I'm gonna show you what a co- the coca party looks like. Saw this come across my Instagram, and I thought, hey, I'll share this. Uh, <laughs> here it is right here. Uh, junior College, Flatback Heaven, uh, the Flatback Supreme sorority right here. Uh, you'll never find another girl like me. Right? You'll never find another girl like me, and these are the other girls. Let's take a look here. I'm not going to play the video, uh, but take out. You know how much coca these girls have done? Massive amounts. There's, they know the campus. They know the campus. Uh, the campus bookie, not the campus bookie. The campus uh drug guy. They know him by heart, and they didn't had passed out on coca. All right, freshman and sophomore year. Uh, but you'll never find another girl like me, she said. And then you went to this college and found another girl like her. Uh, shout out to the junior college heaven. Where we at? Certified flatbacks. What is this? Zeta Theta Tau. Is this Zeta? Here it is right there. Uh, it is rush week on a college campus near you and uh, definitely got some money. Wait a minute. That's not that. I got money. Uh, here you go. Why is this keeping running there? Right. You'll never find body got higher than Nam. Body count higher than Nam and the coca. Definitely. the. They got hella coca over there. So much diversity. Uh, anyway. Uh, that would be somewhat uh, Zeta Tau Alpha. That would be heaven for me for about a day. <laughs> I'd be like, this would be great. All right, everybody sign your consent form. Everybody sign your consent form. Uh, what are we doing here? Shout out to Dion telling the sorority girl cocas. Shout out to Vegas 4K. Uh, be ready. We got our brother here. Uh, is it um, Jermaine or German? He says, my ex-wife called the cops on me. It was a wrap. Guys, I'm going to tell you, I, I know people want to work through relationship issues. If your girlfriend, wife, ex-wife calls the cops on you, it's over. Do not work through that shit. It's over. Shout out to Bob says, not my girl, coach. She said he was just a friend. He's just a friend. Don't worry about him. As you know, whoever they tell you not to worry about, you should worry about him. <laughs> you should definitely worry about him. That is your replacement. She just signaled him. Especially if he's nowhere to be seen. And she just talks about him. Oh, let me tell you about that time. That new guy at work in accounting. uh, His name is Derek. Uh, He said something so funny. You're looking at her ass like. 
who was talking about Derek? I'm just sitting here chilling. And she's sitting there, you know, with her fork and her chicken fettuccine and her shrimp scampi. <laughs> what you sniggling at? <laughs> Nothing. It's just that this guy, Derek, the new guy, <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> he's just so funny to me. And he has a wife and kids, beautiful wife and kids. And he just said something that was super funny to me. What? What the hell did he say? I mean, he told me that his daughter, beautiful daughter, by the way, and he's such a good dad. He's such a good father. I love this guy, Derek. I mean, not like, not like it's not like the love that we have. I mean, don't get insecure or anything. I just <laughs> don't get insecure. I mean, he's just funny. I just he just gives a good vibe. You sitting there like, bitch, why you thinking of this ninja now? You with me? Why you thinking of what you thinking about this ninja? <laughs> All right. Why you why you talking about this mother sucker? We having dinner that I bought that you made. Why the hell you talking about Derek? I just was thinking about something. I, well, I want to tell you what he meant, but you're all upset now, and I don't want to. Let's just forget it. I know, honey, don't worry about Derek. He's not even my type. I just think he's funny and adorable, and he's such a good dad and all of that. I think I might set him up with one of my three or four skeezer friends. You know what? He'd be the perfect partner for Tata Alicia. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll set him up. I'm the, I'll be the matchmaker. Just so you won't think I want anything from him, I'll set him up with Tata and Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> Soon as you pull up to work, pick her up that one day. She talking outside with Derek, twilling her hair. Oh, Derek. You're so funny. Hey, beep. Oh, there's my husband. All right, uh. I'll see you later. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you know, this is how it works. She'd be like, you know, uh, Derek said something funny when we were out at lunch this today at work. You're like, out at lunch? Yeah, uh, I had lunch with Derek. Oh, okay. Derek and who? That was just me and Derek. You and Derek was at lunch? Uh, where did you go? Oh, we went all the way around back by that. You know that, uh, you know that, uh, hotel back, back by there, by the, the Applebee's by that hotel. Yeah. By the, by the, uh, by the double tree. Wait, you was by the Applebee's by the double tree. <laughs> I mean, we didn't go to the double tree. I was just telling you the Applebee's, there was a double tree behind, you know what double tree. The double tree where we had that wedding reception. Yeah, that one. There was an Applebee's over there. You sitting there like that. Mm. Hey, man, just go ahead and chalk that shit up. Just be like. <laughs> In the back of the hotel. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Anyway, just chalk it up, man. Just chalk it up, fam. 
You know what Derek was doing in the backseat of that Jeep? Tear that ass up. Tear that ass. She was giving them the sloppiest toppy. She came back home stanking. <laughs> she came back home stanking. And she can't help but think of this ninja. Whew. Anyway. Oh, man. It's crazy. It's cold-blooded game out here, man. It's an evil world out here. We got to watch out. It's an evil world we live it's in. A, it's a cold world, man. But look. Uh, anyway. We got Hercules from the Pantheon says the WGs use the powder to lose weight. He says, I had a best friend whose aunt used it to lose weight for her wedding. In other words, they ride in the rails hard. Yeah, man. So again, while to keep the weight down, they tend to uh, be very, you know, they, their culture needs to, the weight needs to be down. So they'll use, I remember when uh Fin Fin became a thing in the two thousands. Um, and um, by the way, the suburban housewife was a pill popper. So a lot of those suburban housewives to keep their energy up and all that would pop pills or to cope. And uh, that part of that culture in the suburbs, Fin Fin and, you know, weight loss diets and doing drugs for weight loss and popping pills for, yeah, big, 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 bigly. So watch out for the suburban, uh, the you know, the suburban Lily, happy white girl. She's always happy. She floating, <laughs> right? She floating around on a cloud. So uh, watch out for them. That will, that will creep up on you. Let me check Vimo and then we'll get back to the show. All right. Well, shout out to Macaroni Tony said, for the whole effing show and the Aqua Velva wearing brothers in the building. Aqua Velva, wow. All right, you going definitely top shelf. Aqua Velva man. And the women love an Aqua Velva man. Yeah, Heron. 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 Yep, they be doing it, man. And then, like, they'll somehow twist it. Well, it's still healthy. Mother's little helper. Yeah, brother. That's big out there. All right, and, and so you want to marry one of these chicks, but when you come home, sometimes you might find her in a bathroom just out, passed out, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you got to take her to the hospital and they got to pump her stomach or something crazy like that. Don't tell the neighbors. You got to pile her ass in the, you got to pile her ass in your SUV, drive to the hospital, sneak her in with the Thompsons or the Thompsons that live in the Magnolia area. Don't tell anybody. The neighbor sees you in the ER. She passed out. What's wrong with your wife? She had a, she had a long night of wine. She had an allergy to the wine. She had an allergy to the Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> the, the allergies got into her and she's out, you know. But it's okay. You know, we'll be at the PTA meeting and I'll see you at the club. <laughs> she out there. <laughs> Zoot it. <laughs> All messed up. Makeup running. She got one eyelash stuck together. Torn up. <laughs> you gotta watch it, man. <laughs> people don't people think I'm making these stories up, but look, man, this is real life. This is real life out here. All right, let's get to Will I Am. Oh, we almost at the main event. Man, I, I thought I was um, I thought I was at the main event already. What happened to masculinity? Uh let's talk about Will I Am. 
uh, yet another black man. This seems to be a trend with black men. Black men embracing like the woman in them. Black men embracing like some homosexual, you know, some reading rainbow. We got to call it reading rainbow. And they always going to drag a black man out here to debunk any principles of masculinity when masculinity is absolutely missing in the black community. So I don't know, maybe these guys are already on this and they had to hide it and they want to just come on out the closet. They want to be free. All right. They want to come. I'm every woman. It's all in me. They want to come out here and they want to do their Peter Pan. Their, I can fly. It can fly. They want to put on their tights. Will I am is the latest rendition. And of course, Wayne Brady today. Will I am is proudly feminine despite his sexuality being questioned. Oh, uh, I can't wait to hear this. Is there anything going on here? Here it is, right? Oh, ain't no audio. <sighs> Do I even want to hear this? All right, hold on for a second. I got to get this audio up. I got to get this audio up. Let me let me save it. Why is this always being pushed and praised and shoved down my throat? Like, aren't we getting tired of this? Like, what are we protecting here? What are we protecting here? All right, let me see here. This is trying to load up on my page over here. So let me see. Let me see if I can sh- share it over here if they got it. Um, I might have to switch over. I have to do it live. All right, let me see here. I got to switch over. I got too much stuff highlighted. Hold on for a second. I don't even know if I want to hear this. This is how bad it is. Because I'm about to switch up my whole... I'm about to switch up my whole freaking flow. All right, where is it? What is this? Oh, I definitely can't find it. Hold on for a second. Yeah, it's not coming up. I can't share it for some reason. All right, you know what? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> That's what it is. Because he's about to make up some shit as he goes. Nope, I can't find it. For some reason, I can't share it. it good enough. Good enough. I think what he said was, I'll paraphrase. I think he said that he did not have a father figure. I will be your father figure. Make your. Okay, so what? look at him. Oh, man. What is, what is he doing, fam? All right. It says right here, he recalls the times his sexuality was brought into question due to his feminine mannerisms that he picked up from his mammy. Um, single mothers right here. Just take notes. This guy is blaming the fact that he did not have a father around. And that his single mother had feminine mannerisms and he picked up on them. Of course, he's not saying that he's reading Rainbow, but that he's feminine because he had a single mother. Now, I'm calling Cap. I know it's muted. We don't need to hear it. I know it's muted. I don't want to hear this shit. I mean, because they over here reaching. Okay, making shit up. First of all, first of all, let's talk about it. He didn't have any men. There were no men in the family. That could be possible. That could be possible. I'm just looking at his mannerisms here. He's basically like, there were no men around. There was no men's. All right. And he said, I'm not gay no more. (laughs) He had an announcement to make. I do have some audio, particularly from him. And um, let me see if I can pull up this one. Uh, We can't hear this one, so I don't care. But let's pull up. Let's pull up what he probably said. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no, this is going to be reprehensible. And uh, let's see, y'all. Did they take it off? They did take it off. Right here. All right, hold on for a second. Let's pull it up. I think we are going to find it right here. Oh, what's going on with my screen? Jesus. 
All right, is Jesus coming? Uh, apparently, this is Will I Am's confession right here. Break every yoke. He's delivering you now. Whatever it is you need God to do, he just told you it's done right now. What did you come here for? What did you come down here for? Tell me. To get delivered more. To get delivered. Do you believe that the Lord tonight has set you free? Yes, sir. Turn around and tell those people. Tell them. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. I don't like men no more. I said I like women. Women, 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 women. I said women. I'm not gay. I would not date a man. I would not tear a purse. I would not put on makeup. I will. I will love a woman <laughs> oh no he breaking down. oh no he breaking down what 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 happened to him over here anybody know what's happening to him he he breaking down he got delivered uh oh no it's coming out his body oh pause uh what 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 happened to him man anybody know what happened to him right here uh it uh, right here there it is right there he definitely going through some he definitely going through some transformation right there <laughs> what is he doing man hey what happened to him he he likes women's he said he definitely delivered <laughs> and now it's going out his body it's shovel 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 all right hold on for a second uh <laughs> the commuter top is done man the commuter tie is done. This is actually, man, disgraceful, man. What are we doing with our people, man? Turn around and tell those people. <laughs> tell them. I'm not gay no more. <laughs> I am delivered. I don't like men no more. Oh. I said I like women. Oh. Women, 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 women. <laughs> I said women. A women. I'm not gay. Oh. I would not date a man. Oh, I would not date a man. What you going to date a women's? A women. I would not tear a purse. Cap. That's Cap. There's no way this is not. He lying. I would not put on makeup. Fat. That's not. That's not true. Uh, this is not what Will I Am is saying allegedly. I will. I will. What? Love. Love. A woman. A woman. A woman. I will love a woman. All right. Uh, interesting. Uh, let's see here. Uh oh. Oh. Oh, there you go. There you go. Wow. A women's. He don't like men's no more. I, hold on for a second. Why did his voice get so deep? Um, is he acting? Why does he say, I'm not gay no more? Hold on for a second. And then he got a deep voice. We got to play it one more time. Hold on for a second. I'm not gay no more. Yeah. No. Wow. Just like that. That's fast. I gay no more. I'm not gay no more. I'm not gay no more. Wow. I am delivered. That fast. So will I am? I think you're lying, bro. Uh, that fast. This guy got delivered. Just like that. He went from a feminine characteristic to a masculine one. So it's possible.
It's possible. Will I am. I don't want to hear it. All right, let's go to the next one here. And this is um, this is Kel Mitchell. Uh, news break. Uh, Kel Mitchell, shout out to you. Hope your coach gang yang in the building. And Kel Mitchell, judge shuts down Nickelodeon star Kel Mitchell's attempt to stop his ex-wife from repeatedly dragging him to court. Well, uh, remember when we talked about this uh, is the fact that, um, you know, women can do this in the, you know, as long as you have minor children, they can keep dragging you back to court. The case is eternally open until your kids are over the age of 18. Now, we shared a story with Kel Mitchell. He had a daughter. Um, I believe she is uh, under age 21-year-old. She tried to drag Kel Mitchell and call him a deadbeat dad, but it turned out he had she had a baby mama terrorist, and uh, Kel Mitchell had actually tried to drag her to court to get custody of the daughter or at least partial custody, share her parentage, and she did not show up. All right, she did not show up to the hearing, and um, I think there was a default judgment or something happened, and um, it, it was proof that he actually made an attempt to be with his daughter. But um, apparently the shit's still going on. Kel Mitchell battling a uh, battle with his ex-wife, Taisha, has continued to rage on in court where the ex-child star was hit with bad news this week as part of his never-ending divorce. According to the documents obtained by Radar, a L.A. Superior Court judge denied a motion brought by Kel. Kel and Taisha, and not my girl, Coach. There's Taisha. Taisha were married from uh, April uh, 2019, sorry, April 1999 to August 2005, barely uh, six years, six years. They share two children, Lyric and Allure. The actor has asked the judge to prohibit Taisha from filing any new cases or motions against him without receiving the court's approval beforehand. Now, I'm confused. I'm, I'm assuming the kids are not minors anymore, but we'll see. Kel said the things started to escalate after a judge ruled in his favor in a years-long years battle, battle uh, over alleged back child support. At the hearing earlier this year, the judge ruled that the actor doesn't owe his ex-wife a dime. For years, Taisha accused Kel of owing her millions and portrayed him as a deadbeat. Kel denied the accusations, claiming he was, has gone above and beyond for his children. And Taisha has done everything in her power to drag me through her path of destruction. Oh boy, do I know this. So remember when people be like, hey, it's only you. No, it's not only me. There's a lot of people going through this exact thing, the abuse. Quote, I was forced to start over and make an effort to get my life and affairs in order. I focused on rebuilding my relationship and my career. He said, despite my best efforts, I've still had to spend all these years and thousands of dollars to defend myself against her actions. Taisha has pained or is it looks like pain in me. It's supposed to be pain in me. It says pain me as a deadbeat father, not only to this courtroom, but to the community and my entire public platform. Guys, we're not the only ones. They all run this play. They all run this play. This couldn't be further from the truth. And it says right here, following the court's decision on child support, Taisha filed a motion for contempt against Kel and refused to remove liens placed on the actor's bank account. Damn. Somebody says, I'm going through it too. Good God almighty. How in the world is she? Dude, I do file for bankruptcy, ninja. All right, but I know you don't want to do that. In addition, Taisha dragged the actor's current wife in the battle by naming her in the court documents. Kel ple pleaded for the nonstop drama in court by his ex-wife. 
At a recent hearing, the judge denied the motion to prohibit Taisha from filing new motions without the court's approval. He noted, if things continue, Kel could bring the matter to the court for a review. It wasn't all bad news. Kel was awarded $7,500 in attorney's fees from his ex. Wow. Man, boy, he caught a bad one, guys. Oh, he just picked the wrong one. Well, she's trying to get the bag. She ain't going to get nothing. She ain't going to get a damn thing. All right, she ain't getting a damn thing. But do me a favor, man. Hit that like button. And uh looks like we're at the main event. I know you've been waiting with bated breath on the main topic, which is the main event here. The fine print of love and relationships. I'm going to tell you what you agree to when you get involved in modern relationships. And ladies, you're going to get a lesson today as well. And um, we're going to take a quick break. Follow me on social medias. How about that? Young nigga got a fetish for success. If I ain't next and I just leave impression. Next to rain on the window pane, puffy plain Jane. Let him second guess me when I cop the pores with the porcelain skin. Grip the wheels at the All right, get that CGA merch in the building and follow me on social media. All the links are in the description box below. And uh, we're going to get to that main event. How about we do that? Get them likes up to 1,000. Oh, we need 1,000 likes. We need 1,000 likes. How about we do that for a quick second, man? We got 100 people. New, 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 new world order. That can hit that like button. And we got the main event coming up here as soon as I can find the banner. All right, as soon as I can find the banner. Uh, while we get the likes up, I'm going to hit a couple of super chats. How about we do that? All right. You owe me. You owe me, Ninja. You owe me. Shout out to the 10th man. He says, just dropping off tuition. Shout out to the coach gang in the building out here. Trying. You owe me a like. Dion, I got you, brother. Thank you, man. Did we get super chats? We caught up. We got Anthony says, I missed the locals call this afternoon. Was busy at work. I bet it was very educational as always. Free agent lifestyle for life. All right. Where are we at here? We got Das Token. I believe that's who that is. He says, to the baby mama terrorist fund. Because a mind is a ter- a child's life is a terrible thing to waste, but the devouring mother doesn't mind wasting the child. El Santo says, Coach, anyway, you can make the locals content for, I don't have it. It's gone. <laughs> he says, I was at my job and missed it. Shout out to you. It's gone, gone. It's gone. I'm rich, baby. All right, it's gone, gone. All right, so shout out to you. He says, goat. And rent is due. Shout out to you. Let's see if we got close. We're close. We're close. We got like 25, man, 25. Get him up. Get him up. Give him up. And instead of getting the likes up, people just leave. All right. It's a weird thing. But uh, y'all ain't trying to help a ninja, too. I'm helping y'all out. Y'all ain't trying to help hit that like button, huh? All right. As I get into this, the fine print of love, um, ladies, gentlemen, relationships have no rules, except when society places rules on the relationship. Can you guys think of any rules that would apply to modern relationships. Anybody can think of any rules. Now, when you think of these rules, these aren't rules that you discuss up front. 
We're not talking about guys that come in and they hold masculine frame and says, you're going to do this or you're going to do that. Do you agree to this? Do you agree to that? No, we're talking about the rules that everybody believes are a part of relationships. Can anybody, and thank you, we're above 1,000 likes. Can anybody think of any relationship rules that automatically come when a man commits? So here you go. You commit. You say, hey, you're my boo. I'm your boo. Um, these are the, I, I commit to you. We're, we're in a committed relationship. All right. So one of the rules are no cheating, no cheating. All right. We're monogamous. This is automatically insinuated, right? You're, we're already commit. When we commit, we're committing to monogamy. You don't even have to say it. What is the next one? <laughs> right. What is the next one? Well, exclusivity, right? We're assuming there's exclusivity, meaning that we're only going to share each other's space time. We're only going to share each other um, with ourselves. We're, we're, we're not sharing with anyone else, meaning like, uh, you know, it could, it, it could be like, um, hey, I think you're a little too close to this person. You know, I, I don't like that. Exclusivity. Uh, no freedom. So can't kind of like no freedom, right? You're like, hey, you got to ask me. You know, tell me where you're going or tell you tell me when you're going to get home. Uh, you you got to check in. How come you haven't t- talked to me? Somebody said no joking. Uh, let's see here. She gets equal say. All right. You got to listen to her. You got to listen to her opinion. You can't just unilaterally make all the decisions. You can't be controlling. She's got to make some decisions. Right. Accept her friends. Right. She got horror friends. Three or four friends. You got to accept her friends. You can't say. I mean, you got all whores for friends. All these skeezers, get rid of them. She's like, uh-uh. Somebody said no more blowjobs. Um, yeah, not initially, but yeah. Not initially. No new friends. Uh, no flirting. No flirting. That's another one. Hey, you're flirting with this person. You're flirting with the waitress. No, I'm not. I wouldn't flirt with them. I'm just talking to them, right? Flirting. That's a good one. Make her happy. Make her happy. Uh, The bedroom has to be active on either one side. What else? (laughs) No more happiness. Uh, They're supposed to be happiness. You're supposed to give them happy. You can't make them mad. You got to consider their feelings. That's on the emotional tampon. You have to listen to me. You have to listen to me. I don't. Yeah, but you're my partner. You're my girlfriend. You're my boyfriend. You have to listen to me. No, I don't. You might have to uh, give your own, get your own bed. Okay, uh, what about here? Pets, if she brings pets, hey, we're a package deal. I'm not getting rid of my dog. I'm not getting rid of my cat, my gerbil, my turtle. All right, my snake. Let me see here. Boys trips, kill your dream. All right, these are some of the things that happen. But we're talking about the basic rules. Everybody gets it, the basic rules. The basic rules apply. So when you get in there, you know, we're going to split chores and we're going to kind of do this. We're going to do this thing. We're going to move in together. These are the basic rules. So now these are the rules that everybody would accept. Like, for instance, if you have a committed relationship, gentlemen, your commitment matters. And you're at dinner with your family. And your family knows you have a girlfriend. But a nice, pretty, nice piece of calico with a nice, tight, firm, tightly packed body walks by tightly packed. All right, and you're just sitting there, and you walk by, and she tightly packed. She all got her titties all up, sitting nice, tap packed in her bra. 
She ain't got the extra bra fat under her underwire and at the top right here in this armpit right here. All right, she all right here. It go right here, shoulders, right in there, tightly packed. All right, it ain't all pushed up and, and soggy. All right, tightly packed. Everything packed in their jeans. Everything packed, packed just right. And it walks right by you and you like, you just want to walk by like, you looking at it like, you having, you having crazy thoughts. You like, you ever be looking and you just make it, you just make it sounds. Mm. 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 <laughs> and you just want to mm. mm. now somebody catch you doing that <laughs> somebody catch you doing that they're gonna be like hey man what you what are you doing oh, i'm just checking out that girl's mm. They're going to be like, what? You got a girlfriend, man. What are you doing looking at that girl like that? Like she's a piece of meat. Okay. What are you doing that? But that you can't do that. You have a girlfriend you're committed to. And you're like, well, you know, listen, I have a girlfriend, but I'm not blind. There's no rules for that. I can't look at that girl in a sexual manner. There's no rules other than in the Ten Commandments that I cannot covet thy neighbor's wife. I cannot commit adultery. There's no rules other than the command. What are you talking about here? Well, no, you're married. You have a committed girlfriend. You have a girlfriend at home. You can't do that. Your mom checks you out. What are you doing looking at that tightly packed girl? You have a girlfriend at home. And you're like, she ain't here. <laughs> and so they get you back in there. Oh, no, 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 no. You go back to your room. You only think about one girl. No, you cannot do that. That that would be a unwritten rule. And so these rules are in the fine print and you will find yourself being caged by these rules. Oftentimes the rules are used against you. But you never signed a document. You never agreed to these rules. But the rules are in the fine print. Hey, I love you. You love me. Let's get into a committed relationship. Okay. Um. I'm going to commit to you. I'm going to give you my commitment. I'm going to get rid of all my hoes. It's just going to be you. Okay, good. And then you kiss, make up, you, you get a little love and some nookie. And then you've now agreed to a fine print of rules, which you cannot look at tightly packed women anymore and go, can't do it. You're going to get called out for it if you get caught. Even the person, the woman might even see you and she'll see you like looking at them. She'll catch you. You'd be like, and then she puts her hair behind her. You know. And then you're like, oh, choosing signal. You walk up to her. How's it going? Oh, hi. How are you? My name's Tammy. Good to meet you. I'm a good girl. I'm innocent. I'm just here picking flowers. And you're like, oh, good. I like to pick your flower. And then guess what? She says, oh, that's interesting. Do you have a girlfriend? Oh, I'm, I'm in, you know. I have a girlfriend, and you know, I do, yeah. Wait, hold on for a second. You have a girlfriend, and you're talking to me? This is reprehensible behavior. This is disgusting. And you're like, well, don't worry about it. I mean, I just, you know, 
Well, listen, I don't want to be the, and then you got to explain yourself because you have this rule book over here that she put you in because she said, oh, you have a girlfriend, so therefore you cannot be talking to me, right? <laughs> and now you got to explain your way out. Well, what happened was, and I'm kind of in the open thing, and don't worry about all that. She ain't here, and you trying to, you trying to finesse, but she just put you in a box. She says, get back in your cage. You bad, 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 bad boy. Get back in your cage. And you're like, damn. All she heard was, you have a girlfriend. That's it. And therefore, the fine print says, these things cannot happen. Right? This is, the, this is what happens. Now, check this out. Let's go through the couple of other lists of uh, unwritten rules, fine prints of relationships that you, uh, uh, wait, fine print that you agree to when you get into a relationship. Here's some that you haven't thought about. Number one, she can change her mind at any point of any conversation. And whatever she feels when she changed her mind is the set rule. No matter what you discussed, that is in the fine print of relationships. In fact, many marriage counselors will tell you this. Many pastors and Baptist preachers and her parents and whatnot. She can change her mind. That is something that you agree to, but you don't realize you agree to it. So thus, when you want to call them the task, when you want to hold them accountable, they can just change their mind. Well, I felt that way yesterday, but I don't feel my, that way today. And then you're going to try to figure that out, hold her accountable to that, and say, listen, you can't just change your mind that way. She can. She can. And if you challenge it, <laughs> if she challenges it, if you challenge it, you're creating more problems. She basically going to dig her heels into the ground and run you around in circles, gaslight you, uh, pull out the straw man argument, um, manipulate you, uh, may, maybe use her period. The fact that she's mentally health, uh, she's anemic. She had a, a, a loss of period blood two days ago. I don't know what. But she can change her mind. This is what you agree to but you just didn't know that you agreed to that. Some married men will tell her, you know, just, just do as she says, you know. It's better to have her, have her be happy than to argue things. In fact, you're never right. A married man will say, a man always gets the last words in an argument. You know what those last words are? Yes, dear. That's what, a, that's what people will say. No matter what the argument was, she's always right. She can change her mind to fit the right. And you can get the last word only if it's yes, dear. Now, a lot of people think this. A lot of people like to play house. And when we get into relationships, all we're doing is essentially playing house for adults, right? You remember when you were 10, right? And the neighbor girl says, let's play house. And you're like, oh, yeah. And you go into that little shack or the clubhouse in the tree or the clubhouse in the back area of the, somebody's house. And you go back there and she'd be like, I'll be the mommy, you be the daddy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then you establish rules. Most of the time, she's established the rules. Okay, as the mom, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And as the dad, you're going to do this. And you're like, when do we get to the humping? You know, you're trying to get to the dry hump or you're trying to get to the, <laughs> right? And so basically, as, uh, as grownups, as you get into the rite of passage of teenage years into adulthood, you're simply playing house for grownups. And anytime you step out of the rule box or she changes her mind, 
then you get a, what are you doing? That's not a part of the rules. (laughs) And you're like, oh, what, what, what rules are you talking about here? Well, as a boyfriend, you're supposed to do this. And as a girlfriend, I'm supposed to do this. And then you're all in this rule book shit. But changing her mind is a part of the rules. The next thing is, okay, you're always going to be the butt of the joke. You're always going to be the butt of the joke. So I have some accompanying videos uh, related to this. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I have some accompanying videos. You're always going to be the butt of the joke. That's how this works. In the relationship, the unwritten rule, the fine print, and the fine print that you can't see, you're always going to be the guy who takes the bullshit. Right? So if we're with family and friends, we're going to laugh at you. We're going to sniggle. If we're alone on a long drive, I'm going to annoy you and shit like that. You got to listen to my corny jokes. I'm going to talk the entire time. I'm going to annoy you. And you're sitting here like, bitch, just shut up. What do you mean? Or flip it. If you tell a joke on her in front of people, well, you hurt my feelings when you said that. We're like, you previously were joking on me the previous night. You remember that? Well, come on. I mean, your ego can't handle it. You're supposed to be the butt of the joke. All right, so let me go ahead and play a couple of accompanying videos here. Um, and, and in fact, most of the videos that you see on the internet, the man is the punchline. The man is the straight and she's the, the comedian. She tells the jokes and you're the, you're like, um, anybody remember um, Abbott and Costello? Abbott and Costello, right? Abbott was the guy, he's the straight, uh, meaning that he's the guy, he's always gonna be, uh, you know, the guy, oh, who's on first? Right. And then Costello, if I got it correct, Costello was the one, you know, goofy and he was going to be the cracker of the joke. He has the punchline. You set up the jokes. She the punchline. Gina on Martin was the straight. She was the one who was always going to be the one who delivers the message and Martin delivers the punchline. All right. I love Lucy. Ricky was the straight. He was the one that was always going to be the serious. Lucy was going to deliver the punchline. So, that's how relationships work. Somebody has to be, there can't be two comedians. Has to be one comedian. There has to be one person that gets joked on and cracked on. Typically, the dude gets cracked on. And the woman is the, the, the comedian. Right? That's kind of how it works. That was correct. Abbott and Costello. So they have to have this contrast. That goes along in relationships. Now, if it ever switches, which in Martin, every, every now and then, Gina will crack, crack the jokes. And Martin would be the victim, right? And, you know, and, and in fact, if you actually studied their, their show, she wanted more of that. She could not always be the person who was on the opposite side. She wanted to crack jokes too. So eventually they wanted to crack jokes on Martin. So anyway. Um, yeah, Jerry Lewis and uh, Dean Martin, right? That was kind of how Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin is. There was a contrast. He was a straight. Dean Martin was a straight. Jerry Lewis was the joke cracker you you as the man you're the straight you're the one that is going to get jokes cracked on you um and that's how it goes that's the unwritten rule if you flip this dynamic ninja there's gonna be uh there's gonna be um claims of abuse hurt feelings and so forth and so on all right so let me go ahead and show you this video and this woman's face is a little hard to look at but i gotta set this up here uh, let's see what she's talking about here. Let's see what she's talking about. The reasons why people don't typically let me drink coffee. 
And it's not because I don't like it. It's because now my husband has to deal with me all the way home and we still have another <laughs> three and a half hours left. <laughs> all right, um, uh, damn, this is not even a muskrat. This is a whole mole. Um, let's talk about this here. So in this, I mean, damn, she's hard to look at. In this video, you're seeing the straight and the comedian. You're seeing the, the comedy and the guy that's supposed to be on the bearer, the, the butt of the joke, where the husband is going to have to tolerate her. According to her, she said he has to put up with me for three hours, and she got a devious smile, and she laughed, and she's like, he has to do this. He has to do this. Why? Because he's in a committed relationship. This is the fine print of relationships. If this dynamic just switched and he called her a fat moat chipmunk looking, all right, he look, she looking like a whole Wisconsin badger, honey badger, all right? She looking like a whole gerbil. He said, that's his cousin. If this was a New York City rat, if this dynamic flip, and by the way, she was telling a joke, so we're telling the jokes on her. If he started calling her names and telling her she looked like she looked like um one of the chipmunks, Alvin and them, if he flips it and he says, I don't gotta listen to shit, guess what happens? She gonna cry in the car. All right, hold up for a second. There are reasons why people don't typically let me drink coffee. And it's not because I don't like it. It's because now my husband has to deal with me all Yeah, right there. See? Um, and typically, let me just talk about white folk. White folk are in the matrix, all right? When you think about what the matrix is, that is white folk, all right? Um, there's really no matrix outside <laughs> of white folks. There's a little bit of a black matrix. And even in Asian culture, there's a somewhat of a matrix, but, you know, they out here hustling. You go to Chinatown and some shit like that, they ain't in no matrix. They're on the outside of the matrix, all right? Latinos, they're on the outside of the matrix, more primarily, Primarily, the way they do things is completely opposite of what everybody tells you to do. Get a bank account and take your money and claim your taxes. They don't do, they, like, in general, they ain't following that bullshit. But the suburbs, they in the matrix. <laughs> so, in, in their matrix world, when she says my husband has to listen to me and put up with me, he has to. Nope. He has to. Because if he doesn't, there's going to be a whole systems of checks and balances to check his ass and put him right back in the matrix. Watch this. And it's not because I don't like it. It's because now my husband has to deal with me all the way home and we still have another <laughs> three and a half hours left. <laughs> yeah, so uh, listen, and take a look at the guy. Let's, let's try not to look at her. I know this is difficult. Take a look at the guy. Now, let's just say he's contemplating, you know, taking that car and driving on the Braille for a couple of minutes. And, you know, when you drive on that to notify you to wake your ass up just in case you start drifting over there, I call it the Braille. Somebody could tell me what it's technically called. But he's going to start driving on the Braille and might want to put this car into a ditch. All right, that's probably what he's thinking. Or he's playing the straight. But the idea that he has to be miserable is a part of the joke. You see what I mean? He has to do it, and you have to deal with me. Instead of going full Ike Turner and saying, Psh, I don't have to do any damn thing. 
All right, he might go Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. See, they call them rumble strips. If he did that, if he did Reverend X on her, then it'll be a whole problem. All right, but let's see what's going on here. <laughs> and the devious laugh. He has to put up with me, meaning I can do almost anything within the lines of abuse even i might be able to hit you i might yank the steering wheel i might crack a joke i might <laughs> i might record you without your consent i might try to think i'm funny you know what i mean i might pass out um this is what she's insinuating meaning he has to put up with it this is the unwritten rules okay just the unwritten rules and he's considering why he settled for this for some reason it might be a fetish thing going on here but uh yeah, and she thinks it's cute for social media. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this type of thing is somewhat corny to me. It's corny, you know, uh, but there's a lot of NPCs that love stuff like that. In fact, um, I did want to take a look at the comments, but I'm sure she's getting brutal. Yeah, she getting tore up. Uh, she getting tore up. It says right here, the look of a man who forgot to wear a condom and is stuck in this life all right so just so you know here uh there's not too many npcs there's people that recognize the fact that yeah he's stuck he probably impregnated her in shotgun wedding style and that's probably his second cousin you know and he wants to drink himself to death and uh here he goes right here we do have somebody says as soon as she takes a sip of coffee all right she on the outside of the car back in the day men could do that oh uh, listen uh, as eddie murphy said all right, all right, get out of the car. Okay, what's the next unwritten rule? If the woman is annoyed, she can annoy you. This is an unwritten rule. If she's annoyed, she can annoy you. Meaning that if she's disappointed in something, she can push that disappointment onto you. Or if she thinks she's not getting a fair shake, she can let you know about it and then make your life miserable based on maybe her not getting a fair shake at something. Let me give you another example. In marriages, typically, with children, if a man comes home from work in the typical uh, dynamic of a relationship, and let's just say she was home or she picked up the kids or she spent all Saturday with the kids and you went golfing, you came home, and you said, you know what? I worked today, I worked on a Saturday, I worked a little overtime, she might have worked too. Uh, women will use their jobs in a way to compete with you to uh, neutralize the I was at work argument. So you might say, man, I had a long day at work, I'm going to go take a nap. Well, she's going to say, well, I work too. So that's a way to neutralize the argument, and it's a way to compete with you. Now, you might not have done the same type of work, but she's going to say, well, you did physical work, but I did mental work, and so it's the same thing. I'm like, you sat in the air conditioning office, but it's mental work, right? But you worked out in the sun, paving the roads in Homa, Louisiana. You're, you were paving the roads in Homa, Louisiana in 90% of humidity. Doesn't matter. She did mental work, so it's even. So you can't use that as an excuse. However, you come home, 
and uh, the kids are jumping around. They see you, daddy, and they're jumping around, and you see them, you pick them up, you throw them in the air, you spin them around in circles. They laughing, sniggling. You got to get them a little hyper. She gets upset. Oh, I had them calm down. I had them calm down until you came home, and you're like, what do you want me to do? So you get them a little bit worn out. You take them outside. You play drop with your kid. The kid's getting hit in the face with the ball. You run them around in circles. You play bear. They jump on your back. You be like, rawr. You know what I mean? You do shit like that, and she's annoying you. Stop hitting them. Stop making them cry. You tease them. You tease your kid. Uh, you keep something away. Oh, help, mommy. Why are you doing that to her? Why are you doing that to him? And you're like, it'll be all right. So after you wear them down a little bit, they get tired a little bit. And so you're like, I'm going to lay on the couch. I'm going to lay on the couch. And as you're laying down, you might throw on Monday Night Football. You might throw on the football countdown show. And you'll lay down and you'll lay on the couch. What do you think is going to happen next? Anybody ever done this? Anybody ever married? What happens next? What happens next? Now, for the people who haven't been married, you don't know what's going to happen next. What's going to happen next? Let's see if you guys can figure it out. Right? And for the people who haven't been married and don't have kids, bruh, you don't know what's coming to you. <laughs> yep. He said trash bag noises. She going to be in the kitchen with the hefty bag. You know what? She do that hefty bag. Shoot, shoot, shoot. And you're like, wake up. Damn, what the hell? And you go back to sleep. You need a little nap. You need about a 10, 20 minute lap. She going to start slamming cabinet doors. Kabloom. Slamming the refrigerator, slamming the microwave, beep, 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 beep. walking, stomping all hard by you. Then she going in the bathroom, kabloom. Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. She going to be running that water for 20 minutes. Shh. Clanging instruments, plates, <laughs> running the vacuum. You'd be like, oh, man, what, 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 what are we doing? What, 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 why you bringing the, <laughs> why you bringing a vacuum over here? You see, I'm taking a nap. I ain't get to take a nap. I'm in here. I went to work. I commuted. I came back, picked up the kids. And here you come wanting to be the hero. We don't need another hero. And then you disrupted them. They were quiet. They were reading, doing their homework. And here you come like a tornado. Now you got them all riled up and you think you can go take a nap. And you like, now, before it even gets to that, man, you, she done woke you up 15 times. <laughs> now, y'all playing music, and she playing the most ridiculous music. She starts playing Saweetie. She starts playing Sexy Red and Icy Spicy and Rihanna. She starts playing ridiculous-ass music. You're like, what the fuck's going on? That is the unwritten rule, and it's in the fine print of all your relationships. You don't get to have no damn comfort as long as there's some shit to do. Now, for her, you're like, why don't you go take a nap, baby, and I'll take care of the kids. Okay, thank you, baby. She back there looking at prawn with her vibrator texting her boyfriend. 
<laughs> right? Um, this shit happens, fam. Now, let me give you an example. I'll show you a video. I know I accompany with the video. Um, and this is called petty behavior. It's a lot of jealousy. It's a lot of vindictiveness on this one. And uh, this happens when you definitely have children. Okay, so, um, you know, if you have a children and the wife is a breast, breastfeeder and, uh, and not a formula feeder, uh, typically, you know, you can't do anything about that. You're like, well, you got to get up and feed. You got to pump them titties. I don't have none. And so she'll do the bulk of the work and have to wake up with the kid and get the bottle or have the kid suck on them um, areolas just to feed it. And so anytime you're not coming to the rescue, yeah, she's going to hold that against you. So let me, let me give you an example here. Here it is right here. Petty, tired mom tendencies. Right here. Petty, tired mom tendencies. Watch this. She's going to go through. I know people say I'm tripping. But she's going to go through exactly what I just talked about. All right, so here we go right here. And this is a skit. Of course, she's the comedian and he's the straight. Here he goes right here. Let's play it. I'm not going to say it. Look at him. He actually looks tired. He probably needs his sleep. Even the baby sleeping. I mean, after keeping me up all night breastfeeding. But Jalen did change her diapers a few times. I could see why he's tired. But that only takes like five minutes. I have to breastfeed and pump. I should be the one sleeping. But he did go back to work, and technically I'm still on maternity. You know what? I'm just not going to say it. But he just looks so peaceful. Like, why he got a dream like that? Like, all in peace. I just can't. Must be nice. That was mean. Whatever. Yeah. And so, take a look at the guy. Now, remember, I just explained this. I just explained this, and there's some women like, no, it's not like that. But now when they see this, they're like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, I did that. And so she's fighting herself. She just can't help that you're in peace. She just cannot help that you're relaxing. She's trying to figure out, this is not fair to me. It's not fair that I have to get up in the morning and put my titties and my kids. You know, I, this is not fair. And he gets to sleep and the baby sleep and I'm up trying to take a shower and shave my uh, peace leave, right? Finally, after a couple of days. So she wakes him up and must be nice, right? She didn't need to wake him up, but she's like, yeah, that was mean, but whatever. Let me play it again for you just in case you missed it. Just in case you missed it. For the people, for the women, we're like, now, now. Dude, this is the petty stuff that they do. This is akin to terrorism. This is some terrorism stuff. Look, look at the comments. NPCs all up in there. NPCs, my exact thoughts. Ha, ha, ha. Hilarious. I completely understand this feeling. All right. Uh, LOL, exactly what happens. All right, because we're not making this up. We're not making this up. This is not comedy. This is real life. And now you're going to be frustrated. You're going to snap at her. And then you're going to be like, why are you snapping at me? My postpartum kicking in and you're not helping. And then it's a mess. Mm. <laughs> then it's a mess. And now you're in marriage counseling because she tortured you and woke you up. Let's continue. I'm not going to say it. Look at him. He actually looks tired. He probably needs his sleep. He actually looks tired. He probably needs his sleep. You think that's going to matter? Nope. Gentlemen, if you've been married and this happened to you, oh, by the way, if you've been married and this happened to you, press one in the chat so the men know that we're not making this up. And oh, by the way, 
Can I tell you this? Can I tell you this? If you complain about this, guess what? You ain't no real man. I can't believe you're complaining about this. You can't take her to court over this. You can't tell your marriage counselor this. You can't. Matter of fact, you're not even going to remember all the death by a thousand cuts this woman has done to you. But when you're sitting in marriage counseling, she's throwing you clear up under the bus. He not considerate. He takes a sleep. He not considerate of my schedule. He don't help. And you're like, damn, I actually changed it. She's going to even admit that he helps, but then she's not going to count it. She's like, oh, but it doesn't count because it was only took five minutes. But I got to get up in the morning. All right, guys. You can't complain about petty shit like this. You got to just be like, damn, this is in the fine print of love and relationships. This is in the fine print of love and relationships. Let me go ahead and um, continue the video. She even admits he probably needs his sleep, but. Even the baby sleeping, I mean, after keeping me up all night breast. Yep. So there it is. Amen. Children with breasts. Of course, the child needs the breast, but she has the children with the breast. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, I have to give him everything. Yeah. And then I got to get up and put my hair in the pineapple. And then I got to get up and be out here all with my weight gathered up in here and my depression, bro, problem. And then he, he, and he don't get up and help and put, he can put his titty in him. How come men can't breastfeed? Men should be able to breastfeed. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> here we go right here. Feeding. But Jalen did change her diapers a few times. I could see why he's tired. Yep. So he did change her diapers a few times, but I can, so I can see why he's tired. But that only takes like five minutes. I have to breastfeed and pump. I have to breastfeed and pump. I have to do the chores. Yeah. And he had to do nothing. He don't help me at all. He don't help me at all. He helped me. He don't help at all. Yeah. He took the car for the car wash and he put the gas in the car and he cleaned out the, 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 the drain and he did this and he killed the spider. When I was up at three in the morning, I saw the spider and he had to get up because I was very scared. But him don't help me. Him don't do nothing. <laughs> him, him, him sleeping and I'm doing all the work. They always the victim fam. <laughs> and he done pay for that. Him think because he make more money than me and now he can do this and so he can sleep. All right. But I have a job too. <laughs> him think him can sleep on that night. And, but, but I got to go to work. I got to go to work and best read in the morning. <laughs> All right, let's continue. I should be the one sleeping, but he did go back to work and technically I'm still on maternity. You know what? All right, yep. See, I'm on maternity leave. I'm getting a double, triple chin here. I'm catching up. I need to go work out. I got it easy. Him down here and he going with there. He probably needs to sleep. But anyway, I'm just not going to say it, but he just looks so peaceful. Like when he yep. He looks so peaceful. Hey, guys, do not have fun or be in peace. This is another fine print of relationships. You will not have fun without her. And what fun is to you is not fun anymore, according to her. That's not fun. You watching CGA? All right, and you watching that bald-headed old milk dud head with the beard, and he's sitting over there bitter and hurt? He not funny. Him, him think him funny, but him not funny. And him think him every woman fantasy, but I wouldn't do nothing for him. I wouldn't even show him my fat old pregnant feet. But you, him think him funny, and you think him funny, but him not funny. <laughs> All right. But here he is enjoying himself, relaxing in peace. And she's like, nope, nope, nope. We got to disturb that shit. Nope. You, no, 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 no. Got a dream like that, like all in so peace. Good. I just can't. Must be nice. Yep. Yeah, must be nice. Ugh, that was mean. Whatever. Yeah, that was mean. Whatever. All right. So I did something mean to him. Whatever. 
Whatever. Now, you do something mean to her in the fine print of love. You go into marriage counseling. You go into therapy. You're abusive. All right, I got another one. If you think I'm lying, we got another one. All right. Whatever you agree to, as she changes her mind, this is a change her mind uh, situation here in the fine print of love. The fine print of love. Check this out. I'm a 42-year-old female getting divorced. How can I get the prenup overturned? My ex-husband, 46, is a jerk and said he won't give me any money. All right, remember, she can change her mind. Let's play it. Husband made his money in real estate and has over 40 properties. I signed the prenup before wedding, which states what is mine is mine, what is his is his, and what is jointly owned would be split 50-50. We have no kids, we have no joint assets, we have no joint bank accounts. Basically, I will get nothing in the end. I've invested nine years of my life into him. I really need some advice on how to get the prenup overturned, so at least I've got something to show for the last six years. I have nothing on my name. Is it possible? My husband. All right, so you hear that, guys. So she agreed to a contract. She wanted to do it. Oh, you're going to get married. Oh, I want the wedding. All right, I want the ring. Okay, honey. Okay, okay, I'll do whatever you want. Now she got it. Now she's what? Want to make him pay for the lost time. I actually brought this up in the show early this morning. They always look at it as transactional. She was with you, and you cost, there was a cost to her time and her body. So she just said it. I wasted nine years, or I got nothing to show after nine years. Thus, this is unfair. This is not fair. But I agreed to this, but I don't want this anymore. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's ex-wife. I agreed to it, but fuck their agreement. Okay, I changed my mind. And it sucks because I have nothing to show for it afterwards. All right, so take a look. Uh, this is a this is an honest relationship right here. Been made his money in real estate and has over 40 properties. I signed the prenup before wedding, which states what is mine is mine, what is his is his, and what is jointly owned would be split 50-50. We have no kids, we have no joint assets, we have no joint bank accounts. Basically, I will get nothing in the end. I've invested nine years of my life into him. I I've invested nine years of my life into him. What did he invest? Right? Well, he invested in his finances. You didn't. Really need some advice on how to get the prenup overturned. How to get it overturned. Just, just get it overturned. It don't matter. I agree to it, but I don't care no more. Uh, the, the circumstances are different now that I've done it, and I need my money. So at least I've got something to show for the last six years. Don't you have beautiful kids? I have nothing on my name. Is it possible? Is it possible? Hey, man, I changed my mind. <laughs> That's in the fine print of relationships. All right. And they will go fight you tooth and nail to the point where you'll just be like, okay, whatever. Kevin Costner, Dr. Dre. All right. We have to use celebrities as an example. All right. They just, you just eventually say whatever. All right. Last thing right here is that in the fine print of love, you're agreeing to something that you don't know. We talked about this with the divorce attorney. I'm going to play about a three-minute clip, maybe three to five minutes, and then we'll get over to wrap it up. But take a look at this. This is from the movie Divorce Corp. The fine print of love, the fine print of romance and relationships and marriage. Let's take a listen to what you're agreeing to when you say, baby, I'm yours if you want me. Baby, I'm yours if you need me. Loving you forever if you want me. All right, so let's go ahead and play it. Here we go. Although no-fault laws made it easier to file for divorce, they didn't make it easier to complete a divorce. Even if your spouse is in total agreement and wants to end things on a happy note, 
you need the approval of a family court presided over by a family court judge. But family courts can be like the Wild West because certain rights provided by the U.S. Constitution do not apply in family court. The Constitution states that you're entitled to a trial by jury and an attorney if you can't afford one. All kinds of basic mechanisms that exist in the criminal and civil courts in this country don't exist in the family courts. Now, do people understand that? You don't. But you're going to get on one knee and drop down there and say, I'm down on bended knee. And so you're agreeing to this, by the way. You're agreeing to this, and they're going to tell this further, that you're giving up your rights to um, certain things when you go to court. This is what Kel Mitchell was trying to say. Hey, wait a minute. This is ridiculous. I need my rights restored. And the family court said, you don't have any rights here. You're going to say, well, the Constitution provides for it, and the court is going to say, family court's going to say, this is not a constitutional court. All right, we don't, we don't follow the Constitution here. You're following the family law. Let's go ahead and uh, play it right here, and they'll tell you this. The family courts call themselves courts of equity, not courts of law. Although it's not written anywhere in our federal or state constitutions, family courts have given themselves a pass on juries. Juries keep you honest because there are 12 people who are going to make a decision based on how they look at things. The judge is a jury of one. All right, and so um, everybody knows your alienable rights. Is it inalienable rights? Um, well, your rights to a speedy trial, your rights to a jury, your rights to, um, if you can't afford an attorney, someone will represent you, public defender. Um, in the family court, none of those exist. You have the, you're innocent until proven guilty. These are all things that as a civil court and the criminal court protects you. But, and this is constitutional. But in the family court, none of that's, you're guilty until proven innocent. You don't have a right to an attorney, meaning if you can't afford one, you got to represent yourself. And so be it, you don't, you don't have a right to a speedy trial and you don't have a right to a jury. There's none of that in the family court. So you agree to that. You agree to that. Yes, I'm sorry, gentlemen. Yes, this sucks. But you agree to that. When you, this is the fine print of love. Inalienable rights. All right. And so study your constitution and bill of rights. I implore all Americans to do so. Because we all sound like jackasses when we don't know we're giving up our constitutional rights. But um, let's continue here. In a family courtroom, the judge dominates the proceeding. In my world where there's no jury, you are the decision maker. I'm more comfortable with that. In family court, you don't have the right to an attorney if you can't afford one. Litigants have no right to counsel. The right to an attorney did not apply. And the Constitution of the United States did not apply. One would think in a court where there is no jury and where you are not given the right to an attorney, our government would simplify the rules and make it easy to represent yourself. Yeah, so now we talk about pro se. We talked about that today. So when people say, I'm going to represent myself pro se, the problem is the family law code dictates the court. And if you're not aware of every family law code, you're going to get taken advantage of. But you agreed to this when you got married. They'll explain this. They'll, you agreed to this when you got married. So, gentlemen, your commitment makes a difference. And um, let's go ahead and let them explain it. We got a couple more minutes of this video. But this is what they're de determining is a family law code. Let's continue. At a moment's notice, the judge will recite a civil code or procedure code or a family local rule code or whatever. You'll ask for a clarification, and the judge won't give you the clarification. It always comes back as, well, you should know. We use terms like order to show cause, notice of motion. They're not really user-friendly except for attorneys who are familiar with them. 
The court is not uh, a friendly environment. People are there without an attorney. For a judge, they're an irritant because they don't know the system. They don't know the procedure. They don't know how to do this. They don't know how to do that. If, by the way, this also gets called a kangaroo court, just out of respect for these professionals. Um, this is why it gets called a kangaroo court, because it's not an actual court. Um, it's not a court like a criminal or a civil court. And the only thing that is determining that is your volunteerism, right? If you are not a part of this, like if you did not sign a marriage license and you did not get married and you did not have children, they could do nothing to you. This court could do absolutely nothing to you. This is why when people say you volunteer for this, you volunteer for child support, you volunteer for the family, you volunteered for it. You asked for it. You agreed to it. And that's how you got in it. If you had no kids and no wife, there's no family court. All right? There's zero. They, there's zero impact. They, they can't do shit to you. So that's kind of what happens here. Right? <laughs> but, but this is called because you volunteer for this, you volunteered by saying, I love this woman. I'm going to marry them. I'm going to put kids and babies in this woman. And this woman's going to have these babies. I'm going to cohabitate with them. Oh, by the way, the domestic violation court, the domestic violence court is part of the family court. The juvenile court is part of the family court. The child support court is part of the family court. And so is the divorce court. All right. All of these things. So if you, you know, have a relationship and you have a, a tussle with your girlfriend, you go into family court, you volunteered. You cohabitated, and there was a misunderstanding. You're going to family court. Uh, let's continue. And that's not in all municipalities, but that's in general. You are a litigant who is acting as his or her own attorney in a family court. You can often turn the judge against you just by means of the way you behave, your lack of familiarity with uh, etiquette of the courtroom, speaking out of turn. They don't know what's going on, and there's nobody there to guide them. When you ask for help within the courthouse, well, I'm sorry, you have to go see the court facilitator over there, take a number, and if your number doesn't come up in eight hours, well, come back again and try over again. Yeah, I've been to some of these help centers. I've been to the help center once. It's useless. The, the, the peons that work back there, it's absolutely useless. They're just going to give you a blank form that you can get on the Internet. And uh, I would suggest that if you are in this situation, just watch a YouTube video. There's a video in your municipality somewhere telling you how to fill that form out. All right, let's continue. So I called around in a law library in Sacramento. Well, we can't give you that information. Wow. What is this? This is like, you know, top secret priest class stuff. The rule and so listen to this part right here. We're getting to the end. This is the rules of the family court. This is what you volunteer for. This is the fine print. So when they say this is what this means, these books tell you what what is. I want to ask you, do you have any of these books? Nope. Have you studied these books before you got married? Nope. Did you go take a class? Nope. Um, before you impregnated a woman, did you study this book? Nope. Do you know what this means? No, I, haven't, I didn't even do it. I knew a little bit. Very basic. But we all don't do it, but we all think we know what we're talking about. But I love her, Coach, and our love is like no other love. Well, the fine print says, this is the fine print. So the fine print is right here in this code book. Let's let them continue. Rules of the family courts are documented in the family codes of each state, but the size and complexity of these codes is often overwhelming. This is a civil code from when I entered law school in 46. The family law section in this whole book is right there. 
Interesting. So the guy just showed you what the family law section was when he, in 1946. This is the family law section in 1946. Let's continue. Right there. That's it. And this is thick paper. This is the family code 2011. You want to know what the fine print is? That's the fine print. That's for every cohabitation. That's for every marriage. That's for every engagement. That's for every babies, every, any single mother, single father. That's for every out of wedlock pregnancy. That's for every domestic violence. That's for every um, juvenile court proceeding. That's for every child support hearing. It's all right there. That's what you agreed to. And these are attorneys telling you guys, this is what you agreed to. Thin paper, small print. Look at this. Yeah, man. Um, anyway, that's what you that's what you agree to. And so when they say you can't do that and you're like, the hell I can't, then they show you that book. Your wife says, you know what? You you are not making me happy and say F your happiness. She shows you the book. This is what you're gonna deal with if you stop making me happy. So watch out for this. Anyway, you don't stand a chance in there, guys. Yes. And uh, oh, by the way, just so you guys know. Uh, anybody getting any ideas of representing themselves, thinking that they're going to filibuster any one of these hearings, you're out of your mind. The average hearing probably lasts 8 to 15 minutes. 8 to 15 minutes. You're not going to get, trials can last longer. So, um, but by the time you get to the trial, you've at least had two hearings um, and maybe an emergency hearing, all right? And you've already burned at least 13 calendar months. So you're not about to get up there and say any damn thing of length more than about 35 seconds. 35 seconds is all you got to make your point. And that's pushing it. You're not about to get a 15-minute just rundown. Now, if you know some rules of law, maybe you might be able to get a little bit more. But you're going to get about 30 seconds to speak. And you better have your shit on point, concise, and make sure you're protected. Right? You're not saying something that's going to expose you. All right? Um, But anyway, and saying nothing that's not in procedure. You're not about to get like 20 minute hearing that the hearing's going to last eight to 15 minutes at best. At best. And your ex probably going to get more uh, leeway in there to say what they want to say as opposed to you. And uh, if you think you're going to be up there objects in your honor, I got another thing coming to you. You're not about to do any of that in there. All right. Now you can, but <laughs> you can. Um, but you, you about to get one or two of them, maybe one or two, possibly one. And it better be a good objection. It better be a good ass objection. Now, if your kids get older, you can tell them you should give them your whole ass to kiss. All right. So that's where I'm in at now. I'm like, man, y'all ain't got much time left on me. So do whatever you want. But, um, anyway, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a mess out here, but there's the fine print anyway. There's other fine prints in there, and if you think of any, let them know in the comment section. Let's get to the Super Chats. Shout out to, shout out to, Anthony D says, I missed the locals, was busy at work. Thank you, brother. Hambino Cambino says, Coach, I feel bad for how hard I laughed last night at the chair swinging on that old woman. I was sniggling. I know, man, but I think equal rights, equal lefts. Um, you know, I don't feel bad for American women. They got in a lot of leeway, so if they... um you know, find themselves on the wrong side of behavior and they get hit, 
I'm not going to be like, well, that was a woman. I don't believe in that anymore. I believe in equal rights and equal lefts in the right situation. Although I don't believe in smashing people over the head with chairs. However, this one was deserved. CGA's goat says, was Tory Lane's 10 year sentence fair? Um, I think there's a lot of things that weren't, that weren't fair in that trial. So, but I think he was facing 20 years. So, you know, and he probably will serve 70% of it. So he might be out in seven years with good behavior. I wouldn't want to lose 10 years like that. Uh, Bob says sometimes it's okay to, to, to die, I think. He says, damn, it's depressing. All right. And, um, and, uh, um, it says, uh, him says, beware cuffing season. It's right around the corner. Exactly. So hot girl summer's ending cuffing season's around the corner and the deadly holidays are approaching. So Halloween, Thanksgiving into, um, into Christmas, New Year's, um, and, um, ho- uh, Valentine's day going into Easter. So these are typically the holidays where women start thinking, mm, I can't go to Thanksgiving by myself and I want to go to the holiday party with a maid and um, I want to, it's getting cold in Detroit, Michigan and I want to cuddle and, you know, daylight savings time ends. So, um, you know, we, we're, it's going to get dark by 445 and I'm going to be lonely and scared watching A&E and ID channel, watching murder mysteries. She's going to want someone to cuddle. Okay. And she's going to want Christmas gifts. She's going to want to kiss somebody at New Year. She's going to want to go and, uh, you know, take you to Thanksgiving dinner. You're like, that's, you got to prep them. You got to prep, you got to prep a man for that. You can't just show up in November and meet him. You got to get him now in October, September. September, lock his ass down. Go to the Halloween party at work. All right, go trick-or-treating with a uh, nappy-ass baby kids, nappy-headed baby kids. All right, you got to get your Christmas gifts. You got to get a kiss on New Year's. And you got to get your Valentine's set up. Can't just jump in there in, j- in January and meet somebody off a dating app and get a good Valentine's. So it's lockdown. Lockdown time. <laughs> All right. Yep, you got a spoon in the fall. You know, when it starts raining. Rain on me. And so, yeah, they, they need a ninja now. They need to cuff. Hot girl summer is over right now. And that's you. You know, they got to take their antibiotics to clear up their STIs and shit. You know, they got about two, two three weeks to sit out. Uh, smuggling down antibiotics and and waving cream around their, um, you know, exposed uh, genital warts and sores. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you know what I mean? They got to pipe that peace leave down. You know what I mean? Pipe that thing down. Calm that thing down a little bit. All right, three weeks passed. Now we in Labor Day. Now we in Labor Day. So watch out, man. <laughs> they got to get them cream. Hey, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Hey, man. Cesar V says, next time I find the love of my life, I'm paying a visit to watch a divorce hearing to remind me of what awaits. Um, Yeah, man. Well, the thing is, in many divorce courts, they don't let you in there. All right. They don't let you in there. Um, Sometimes you can sneak in there. You can't sneak in any any trials. Um, They will kick even family members out. But um, it's hard to get in them. But I would say try to sneak in. I actually suggested it in my book, 52 Things That All Men Should Consider. You don't even have to go in the courtroom. You can stay outside in the hallway, and you can see all the fireworks right there. All right, uh, what you can do is just go in the hallway of a family court building, and you're going to see people who previously were in love not even talking to each other, and you can feel the tension. You could cut it with a knife. It's like everybody tense. 
Everybody pensive. The men are looking, sweating it. They're like, damn, I'm about to get screwed. They try to think of what they're going to say for the 25 seconds they get the floor. All right. She over there talking to her attorney and him, him, him. His public defender ass attorney that he paid $400 an hour and he ain't heard from this person, ain't ever seen them in person. All right. Um, he telling them, man, did you turn in your tax returns? Did you turn in your paperwork? Why did you beat on her? You like, man, and he sound like he ain't even trying to help you out. You like, oh my God. Just go sit in the hallway. It's going to smell like death. It's going to smell like death. It's almost like going to a funeral home. You're going to smell formaldehyde. It's going to smell like death in there. It's in the belly of the beast. You'll be sitting in there, man. And by the way, these people previously loved each other. Everybody in that building is there because they were in love with somebody. Everybody in that building it's going to be like, you're going to be like, is there a funeral? <laughs> nobody's relaxed. Nobody's stressing. Every now and then you'll see some attorney bop out, bop out. They ain't stressing. They getting paid $600 an hour. They don't give a fuck. Whether you win or lose, they getting paid $600 an hour. They're not, they're not paid to perform. They're paid to show up. All right. So they like, I don't give a damn. But everybody in there loved each other at some point. And you know what's really sad? You know what's really sad? And some of these cases, they, dude, this is really sad. They'll have kids involved in the case. Now, this is where it gets, oh, man, it's painful. And you'll drive in the parking lot, and you'll see people pulling in 8, 8, 30, 9 o'clock. They're pulling in. And out the car, they got kids dressed up in the button-up shirt and the slacks, the boys. And the girls, they got them in the foo-foo dress and they got ribbons in their hair and barrettes. They didn't comb their hair. They got them in their church shoes and shit. Kids, little babies, five-year-old, eight-year-olds, 10-year-olds, dressed up, going in there. And the mother normally, and the mother and the stepfather going in there to paint the daddy like a piece of shit. Kids in there talking to the, representative and oh my dad does this and my mom does that i love them and i don't know they put the oh man it's so sad it's so sad you'll see them come in by the carloads with these kids dressed up like they're gonna take easter photos and you're like wow like this is some bad shit and you'll see some you know if in orange county i saw a lot of mexican kids unfortunately latinos um it wasn't it's just because of the location but the Latino kids was in the juvenile court, all right? I don't see nothing. Anytime I see juvenile court kids, like, they'll be teenagers. They'll normally be teenagers, like 15, 16, and they'll look like, you know, half goth, half gangbanger, right? The dude, the little Mexican boy, he'll have his head shaved. You know what I mean? He'll have his khakis on, sagging with his uh, sweater, going to juvenile court because he ditching classes and he then got caught spray painting and selling drugs in his locker. All right, it's always them. It's always them in there in juvenile court. And I'll be like, I'm like, man, this place is depressing, fam. Then you got people in there, uh, child support, contempt hearings. Some attorney's like, hey, man, if you got $2,000, they'll keep you out of jail today. And he's like, I don't got $2,000. Well, you going to jail. I'm like, old women coming in there. Where do I file uh, my ex-husband 30 years ago didn't finish paying this alimony? It is like the most ridiculous place 
you've ever been to. You'll be like, what the F? It's the most ridiculous place you've ever been to. You're like, what the hell is going on? And it's crowded. It's packed. It's packed every day. Every day it's packed. And now somebody tell me I'm lying. Somebody tell me I'm lying. It's packed every day. <laughs> and you'll be sitting there like, wow. It's uh, but anyway, all of these people loved each other. All of these people produce children. It's like a debt. It's like, yeah, it's very depressing. It's like, man, these people really going through it. Yep, 2K or jail. I actually saw, I actually was sitting there one time. And uh, this attorney came back in, and he was like, listen, man, uh, they got you on a contempt hearing. They said you ain't pay your child support, and you down 10K. Um, but, um, you know, they'll, they'll shake your pockets down. If you got 2K right now, um, the judge will, you know, drop the charges or drop it down, and they'll give you a three-day suspended sentence. I'm listening to this. And the dude sitting there, it was a white dude. He looked like he ain't had no money, all right? He looked like he was already broke. So when they told him 2K or go to jail, he was like, yeah, but I don't have 2K. I don't have $2,000. It was like, you, you got to have it. I ain't got it. It's like, damn. The attorney was like, all right, I'll see what I can do. But uh, plan on going to jail. I was like, shit. I was like, yo. All right. Uh, it's a cold, cold world, man. Where are we at here? Shout out to Eugene says, I have a LTR I flew in or I flew out to see me. She got up before me and wouldn't let me sleep. I was so mad. I told her I had to work, canceled the rest of the trip and put her in a hotel by herself until it was time for her to fly back home. Yeah. Oh, they, they don't care, man. They don't care about that. And uh, one thing I do, I tend to go to sleep early. So when, when I do have guests, and they keep me up 11, 11.30. I'm like, man, come on, man. And then what happens is I get up early normally, and they still sleeping. <laughs> they still sleeping 9, 10, 11, 12. I'm like, I didn't work the whole day already. Oh, man. We got trolls in here. It's okay. It's okay. And then we have a big, dirty SSS. Hey, Coach, been a while. Curious as your opinion on George Benson. He seems to be a brother that left the community ages ago. Monster Musso. Monster Musso, too. Ben, George Benson? All right, damn. That's, that's a blast from the past. Just give me the night. All right. You must be an old brother. Talking about George Benson. You mean George Jetson or George Jefferson? My man said, just give me the night. I Good night. All right. That brother, whoever super chatted that, you definitely over 60 years old. For sure. All right. But I got to look up what, what George Benson is. All right. I think I got everybody here. I was just trying to get make sure I, but I don't know if he left the community a long time ago. I don't know if he was ever in the community. George Benson came from a time where black folks did not have hip hop as a culture. Right. Um, and he came from an era where, you know, a lot of people don't know this era. I grew up in this era. A lot of people think hip-hop is black culture. It's a part of black culture. People think that hip-hop is synonymous with black culture. So they're like, um, if a person's black and you're like, you don't listen to hip-hop, like there were people that still alive that don't listen to any hip-hop and they're black. They only listen to jazz. 
He only listened to uh, R&B, maybe some pop, some Sade. Like, they don't listen to no rap. I grew up in the era. Isley Brothers and shit. Like, they ain't listening to no, uh, they listening to Ray Parker Jones, Ray Parker Jr. Right? They, they ain't listening to no damn hip-hop or rap. So if people think hip-hop or rap makes you black, it does not. I grew up in a time where that did not exist. In fact, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan did not even listen to hip-hop at all. But his, he's also, he's always attributed and connected with hip-hop. He actually hated hip-hop and was actually came out and said it several times. All right, he was never listening to hip-hop. I don't think he done, he probably don't listen to hip-hop at all now. All right, he actually been on record to say he don't listen to that shit. All right, but for some reason, our culture in the Jordan, um, the Jordan aura is connected to hip-hop. All right, and so he grew up at a time where he listened to jazz and Will Dowling and all kind of that shit, the Commodores, <laughs> which is interesting, right? Um, that tells you the time vortex that we live in. Today, if a black person said they didn't listen to hip-hop, they think you crazy. They'd be like, what? You ain't black. White folks will tell you you ain't black. Yeah, but like, you ain't black, and you're like, but I don't listen to it. <laughs> I listen to living color. You know what I mean? I listen to rock and roll. But anyway, Earth, Wind, and Fire, all right? Earth, Wind, and Fire, shout out to them. Uh, yeah, man, shout out to real music as well, too, and, you know, shout out to the real hip-hop. Uh, let me see. I got everybody. I want to make sure I got everybody, so we're ready to go. Hit the like button as you exit if you have not. And shout out to George Benson. I'm going to go listen to Just Give Me the Night. Because I, I believe that's who you were talking about. Uh, anyway, we got everybody. Shout out to the Coach Gang. We'll be back Wednesday with a little bit of blue chip mindset. And, and we out of here. Peace. Peace.